Welcome, everybody, to the Circle Back Podcast, episode 122, the show where three great friends get together and talk about video games. I am Dan Dufernoy. Join to my right, Dan Lamarca. I'm sorry, I almost forgot your name. I, I'm, it's been so long. I got a little excited. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Doing well, my friend. How are you? I'm good. And also joined to my left is Mr. Shelby White. How are you, sir? Am I, though? I'm not even adjacent. <laughs> I'm, I'm just right You're across from like me. You're right across from me. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I feel if, like we're all close. We are in the triangle I'm a strategy bit closer, right now, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are strategically in a triangle. The segues begin. <laughs> How you doing, Shelby? Okay? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good, good. Guys, it's April. April. We had a lot of great games. This is this is March episode for April. The March episode for no, April. No, yeah, it is April. It's April. Yeah. But it's a, we're, talking, but the, we're, we're talking about March. We're talking March. Yeah. We're talking about March, guys. Talking Come on. March. So like let's just do it. Let's just talk about all these and great February. games that we've Oh, gosh. <laughs> So speaking of February, a game that came out early okay. February, we were talking about it last episode, and I finally beat it. I have beaten Sifu. I'm very, very happy to say. So let's give a little golf clap. For I that. know yeah. that Dan beat Sifu. I know Shelby's playing Sifu. Shelby, I want your thoughts on Sifu. Where you're at? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, Shelby wasn't on the last episode yeah. for the February game. So, so I don't. Um, I'm. I don't remember. I I definitely had notes and stuff like that, but it's been a while since I've played it. And I've gotten up to the second boss. Mm. The club is the second phase, right? Shown. Yes. So I've gotten up to that boss. Yeah. And I've, I think I fought him once. And I I briefly remember you talking about it once, Dan, saying that the second boss was really cool, but not as difficult as you would think or something like that. And he's not. Like, I fought him the one time, and I definitely got towards the end of the fight before he got me. And I was like, you know, it's that really is just a timing thing, you know. Like that wasn't mm-hmm. it, it wasn't too difficult, but what a cool boss that was. But uh, but yeah, haven't put a ton into it. But as far as the game itself, like totally up my alley. Yeah. I just haven't. It, it's one of those things where, unlike like Returnal last year, I I dipped in, came out, dipped in, came out, and I and and I didn't enjoy it until I sat down and played several hours in a row. And I played several hours of this in a row, got to that point, and then I stepped out, and I haven't gone back since because I don't want to do that. You yeah, know? no, because I, um, like. I don't want to do it in snippets. I just want to and, and play it through. But what I've played of it so far, it's it, in a non-button mashy way. It's it's just <laughs> it's so strategic, and really, it's it takes you learning the game in a in a good way, right? It's not yeah. bashing your head up against a wall uh, with confusion and get good sort of mentality. It's it, just figure it out. Like it's not that hard. Yep. Um, and I, I yeah. think you made a good point with the boss. The second boss is not that hard, but the thing about every boss you come across in this game, you verse and you're like, "Wow, like he is tough." Oh yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I can learn him. Yeah, but I can learn him. And then you slowly get the age lower, 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 mm-hmm. lower. And then by the last time you fight him, you don't even die. You yeah, know? it's like yeah. such a cool feeling. To and and if I don't know if you feel the same way, but. You know, some bosses are harder than others, but mm. for the most part, you come up to a boss and you're like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, like yeah. they're so hard. That last boss. Oh, forget about it. You go up to them and you're like, "How? How am I supposed to do this?" I don't yeah. want to spoil anything. I but. just, I just want to say, <laughs> I didn't have the wood. Pardon? <laughs> are you saying oh, so you're trying you, to woo her? <laughs> did, you, did you not beat the game? I did. Oh, did you have wood? Did you have the wood? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm enjoying. <laughs> is it, is this, this something you get in the morning? <laughs> so there's there's a special there's a special secret ending basically if you do certain things. I didn't have the wood. 
I don't think anybody does that the first time oh, they okay. beat the game. I was very upset. I didn't like my ending. And then... Well... But... Did you go back and do the wood? No, I just watched a video on how to do it. Are you kidding? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but... Uh, so I don't remember. I don't remember saying that the second boss wasn't tough, but the second boss was definitely the moment where I was like, "Oh, I gotta go back and practice," because I think yeah. I was button mashing for the most part of it. Because I, I don't know, I just had this Street yeah. Fighter feeling when I was playing it. You know, it felt like just a fighting game, and I first area. You do originally want to kind of like, yeah, just do it face exactly. Meanwhile, those leg sweeps—that's where it's at. Oh man! But but Sean was the boss with the bow staff. Where I was like, I don't know what it makes you learn. Yeah, it's just. Just one of the yeah he's he's it's definitely like you said it's a learning but he's definitely one of those just like if he hits you he hits you and he knocks a lot out of you but he's mm-hmm. but you can definitely avoid him mm-hmm. like he he's the first enemy not just boss but enemy in the game where i was like successfully getting the back the, dodge. the evasion yeah. yeah the back dodge so it was like once you got it a couple of times and i was like oh my god whoop this guy's ass yeah <laughs> and then uh and then he got the first time I got him, I or got to him, I almost beat him. Right, just because like I I eventually figured it out, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I got this guy, no problem. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember because I did beat him my first try, but I was yeah. like seventy one. You know, right. yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, this is not very useful. But <laughs> <laughs> I just what I love about it, and you know, we've talked about this with Returnal, and, and you know, of course, all the Souls games. But it's just nice to have like games that aren't just Souls games where mm-hmm. that learning curve. Mm-hmm. Where it's not like okay, let me just get stronger and stronger and just right. button mash. It's okay. I got to figure out the game and how to play it. Yep. And it's just it's just very satisfying. They have that same uh, spirit, even though it's not the same type of game. Right. Right. So it's, it's really like cool. not even yeah. close to the same type. And yes. what's cool is it, you do get stronger, but your vitality goes down at the same time. It's like you you don't have the choice mm-hmm. of doing that. Whereas most of those type of games will give you, oh, you put on this cloak mm-hmm. and you're stronger but weaker. Or, yeah. Or or pick a certain um thing like yeah. you're kind of forced into that but in a good way mm-hmm. and in this all that you're doing is gaining new moves yeah and yeah, yeah. and I, unlocking stuff yeah and, and, and it's cool it is a, a very cool progression but i do think it's crucial that you're not increasing the size of your health bar or increasing your damage yeah. like rpg way because right. the game is built in a very like it is designed right. very well oh, for, sure. for what it is so right. it knows at all times what you have yeah. and what you know what i mean like yeah it's it's great in that way <sighs> one of the best I games know, of the year. It. How it old is. were you when you died? Oh, well, I'm sorry. When you beat the game. Pardon? <laughs> no, I, um, how old are you going to be when you die? <laughs> don't ask me that, please. <laughs> My wife asks me every day. Um, <laughs> I was... Oh, I was old. I, I was 60-something. Yeah, I was in my 60s. So. Yeah. I don't know. I was I just, up there. I, I can't imagine beating it in like your 30. Like yeah. That final, the, the final boss, boss is, is tough. very tough. Very, very tough. I remember just doing... The last time I think, I, I think I was like... I got out of the first level at 25, I think, mm-hmm. or 27. That's, that's good. Like yeah, that's them. a good start. So, Well, I, I remember the very first time getting... I got to the final boss the first time I played the game. And the he, botanist. And he, and he beat my ass. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, how am I going to do this? And then you go back to him now, and it's just like... Yeah. It is easier. It's a, And not that it's easier. It's just you're... It's almost muscle memory. You really... And you, I, you just got it down. You as know? you go back through that game, you want to get younger at the start of each level right so you go back you know if i'm on the fourth stage whatever i'm, I'm coming up against a boss i'm a little too old all right i'm going to start over from the beginning and i beat that level and that boss zero deaths yeah you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. and that's such a nice cool feeling yeah and that is that game in a nutshell like that is what makes that game great right. and i really do think it's great it is it is one of my favorite games of the year it, it, oh, it's a fantastic sure. game 
I, I, even the, there's like a little mini boss in there if you go a certain way and you mm-hmm. like jump through the skylight and I, the first time I fought him and I, it, I think it's where they teach you the evasion thing the mm-hmm. back dodge or, yes. or one move they teach you there yeah I know who you're talking and about I, like, he grabs you a lot yeah I didn't get it at first and then it was like then I unlocked that's that, a side dodge that, yeah. that kicking shit off the ground move oh, and I was so like cool. oh my god I'm just beating this guy just with money bags him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolute kick it in his face blah 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 yeah, uh, it's it's a really good game. No, yes, it's great. And really, I mean, really you mentioned good. Shelby about the muscle memory. Like, I'm glad I beat it when I did. Like, I'm glad I, I talk about our next game. But yeah. I, once I beat the next game, I was like, okay, let me just get back to Sifu because I was worried that the longer that I Wait. stayed away from Sifu, no. the less I would remember. Like, were you up to the, the final boss the at that point? Or no? no, I. Uh, you were on the fourth stage. I was on the fourth stage. I was yeah, and okay. like the. You know, there's like six stages hotel or, or whatever. Yeah, like the beautiful, rich, mm-hmm. you know, glitzy apartment complex apartment or hotel. Complex, or yeah. Oh, right, right, That's where I was up to because mm-hmm. I didn't get to the um the cave the cave part yet. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, let me just you know beat this, and then I went back and got younger and younger. And I then... will. I gotta say, it is just such a cool feeling. That's that final boss, right? So you, I went through the game from the beginning because let's say on that final level, I started at like 37 with you know five as my death counter or something because i had done all these bosses right it is such a good feeling to be like okay i'm beating my head against this boss i'm too old <laughs> i have too many death counters i gotta go back so i go from the beginning and i work my way up now i'm like 27 with a death counter of like two or three <laughs> going into that final stage yeah and now i learned the level i unlocked the final like the shortcuts in the final level and then I'm like, okay, here's my run. I walk in. I go to the the cooks on the left in the little restaurant area. I beat them up. I get my death counter down to zero. There are these three guys before I get to the boss. I know exactly how to take them out. Then there's this one really tough. And it's like, you, that's just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Like You know, yeah. And that is so cool. Yeah. Like, it that is, is fun so to learn cool. that trial and error sort. Because uh, I think in the club, the, the very first time I walk in and like, the guy behind the counter is asking who you are or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there and I was, and then I walk left, you see those two guys there mm-hmm. too. And uh, there is a bat or something in that area. Yeah, if I there remember. Is, yeah. And then I figured out the best, the best uh, way for me, like I just sprint down the stairs, go over the counter, beat the crap out of that mm-hmm. guy. And if you do it quick enough, the other two don't even know what's going on. Right. So I was like, it, it's cool to sort of figure that out. Cause sometimes you just go on a run and you're like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to do this. And it works out, and you figure out little things. So it's it's yep. nice in that manner too, because I don't think anybody plays through this in the same way. Um, yeah, totally. You know, Absolutely. so it's like there's everybody's a, like, well, "Well, I went this way. Yeah. Oh, you did? I didn't even know there was a guy over there." Yeah, yeah. So love that. Um, Absolutely. So love yeah, that. totally. Enjoy and, that. and I like it is really just like the way that we can describe the levels. That's the heart of a Souls game, right? Oh, for sure. It's like, I know that this guy is right there. Think about what I right just there. said. Yeah. I was like, all right, I walk that in. Guy's there. Yeah. Shortcuts hit. Few games do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's so mm. nice to like have and, other games with that spirit, with that. And the crucial thing is it is extremely well-designed combat system and very fun yeah. to actually play. Yeah. yeah. If it didn't have that and you're repeating things, like that's what makes these games. Oh, yeah. And each know? level is different and intriguing. It's... it's and even even if it's bit by bit, like you do have a slight reward system each time. Because even if you get your ass kicked, you can muster up a couple of points to to get one of those. Un, you know, like what do you have to do? Unlock it five times to yep. have it find. Like even on a bad run, you can muster up a couple mm-hmm. of those. You know, like so you're working towards goal without feeling like you're wasting your time. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is always good because that's sometimes something disheartening for me with roguelites is if you 
do a run and feel like I just wasted 20 right. minutes. It makes of time, the run you know? worth like it. It makes it worth it to Definitely. some degree, you know, because you're uh, chipping away at something. Totally agree. I, so it's so cool the way that we're doing this show now where it's like I haven't played Sifu in almost two months. Yeah. And it's just so much fun to like Talk about it. revisit it yeah. in your brain. Now we're talking about it and kind of solidifying thoughts. It's been a little while. Yeah. I, I really like that because yeah. we really don't do that, you know, in a different format. This right. is like a nice, right, nice thing. Best format ever. <laughs> well, so the, 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 the only the, format that matters. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, um, Seafood is great, though, and great game. I just want to say that in my personal life, I hope I have the wood, and yeah. you know, I, I believe in the wood. Ask as a girlfriend, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Another game that we've been playing. Shelby, you been playing Elden Ring at all? No. Okay. So, Dan. Are we, we doing this now? <laughs> you want to save it? No, it's fine. Let's do it. Let's get out of the way. So, we both have beaten it, correct? Because I think last episode, wow. we spent like an hour and a half talking just about Elden Ring. Yeah. And we had yeah. we were like halfway through, two-thirds of the way through. You beat it, I think, the day before I beat it. Or like a yeah. day and a half before... Yeah, I beat it. I we think were like on the same path a lot of the way, like close to each other. It was other. beautiful. Like I felt yeah. like I was holding your hand. I think yeah. as of today, I feel like there our was legs like, were like crossed. It was nice. <laughs> somebody beat it in like nine minutes as of today. Ew. Like like the new speedrun world record. Because <laughs> I, I feel like every time that's I look on my phone, cool. it's like oh new know. record in Elden Ring. I don't know why I said ew, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's I feel crazy. like that's like the the antithesis of the game. Like, Dan, yeah. do you have your playtime? Oh yeah, I think it was like eighty seven thirty two or something. Pretty close. I think I, I sent you a picture. Maybe I should check. Oh yeah, you did, did I send you a picture? I think you texted me. I think you said like eighty six or something. Oh, we were, okay. Again, wow. we were very very close. Yeah, um, we were at the same bosses around like the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so a little more than nine minutes. It was just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Elden Ring. It's been a very very long time since I've had a video game that like, uh, I guess probably since maybe Sekiro. I don't know, like a video game that like. I'm at work, and every time I'm, like, I'm in the bathroom, I'm looking up stuff on like the game, nice. or you know, like, hey, I gotta go to the gas station. All right, while I'm pumping gas, I'm like looking up stuff on the. Like, I don't know, like it just this game literally like seeped into my brain. <laughs> I'm I'm in the middle of like cooking dinner, and like, wait, let me just turn the stove off. I gotta look something up on this That's game. Fun. Elden Ring literally watching lore videos. Yeah, Vati Vidya. Vati Vidya is so out. good. Oh. <laughs> prepare to cry i said i love those videos <laughs> but exactly like it's been a long time since i've had just a game it, or my, anything just like seep into everything uh, totally i'm mm-hmm. rushing home from work i don't even jump in the shower because like oh i know i want to try this boss before like i mean it's the more i say it the more yeah. i sound obsessive no, i don't think you're alone in that whatsoever <laughs> i mean i think that's been the general oh man um the general consensus it's just it's just the world yeah really. it's just it's like it so seeps into my good. brain That's i mean so me and dan good. are still sending each other like pictures and stuff yeah. like, of fan art and it's like we beat the game like a week and a half ago <laughs> but this is cool it's a special game so i found the text 84 hours final run time oh. level 141 all major bosses defeated I look at that I, forget what. I i have it i just haven't haven't um, had the chance. I, I think I bought it the day of because I had like Amazon credit or something. So I bought the physical version and just it's it's there. It's sitting there. I haven't opened it yet, but I will. <laughs> it's, it's it's just so good. It's a Dan, lot. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll give our final thoughts. But first, I want your top three most difficult bosses. Oh, I was going to ask a very similar question. Most like, now difficult. That you beat it, Let's start most with difficult. most difficult. I mean, I, th- I think it's no joke that Melania 
is is the most difficult. That's number one. That's number, my number one also. Number one. Is that like the final boss? No, it's an no. optional boss. Oh, <laughs> those are, well, like the, uh, what was the Sekiro Dragon Flame Dude? Yeah. Like, wasn't that oh. one of the toughest bosses? What was his name? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. The one reborn? The Heart of Darkness. No, that's, no. that's, that's <laughs> like, yeah, it was. The sculptor turns into it, right? Yeah. That's yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. The sculptor turns into. Um, oh, yeah, I don't remember. We'll remember. Oh, yeah. well. So, Yes. Um, so all my right. hardest as well. Millennia. So here's the thing: that whole area too. To get to that area is a pain in the butt. I had a very hard time getting the second dial because you have to fight this guy named Commander Nile. Mm-hmm. And I know you said that you had an easy time with it. I'd have, he might be top three. I had such a hard really? time with him. So I was a melee guy the entire game, and I feel like this game made me second guess that so many times. Where I was like, no I, matter what your build is, you feel that. No, I, I felt it with certain bosses yeah. as being a magic user also. I became a mage to fight the last boss. Really? I, I like completely like rebirth. I like completely really? I got the common Azor and I just like, all right, it's time to like Wait, can you change mid There's a there's a uh, respecking option. You use a consumable that there's only a certain amount of, but okay. I think there's like fifteen or something. Yeah, the larval tears. Yeah. Is it like the game's easier as a mage? Not necessarily. No, it's just I was having this. Certain bosses are easier with different strategies, basically. I don't know if this is spoiler, but the last I did not fight the last boss as a mage. Really, Really? like I couldn't. Really, I had such an easier time. I was going up melee, and that last boss with all that holy damage. Literally, you get too close, it would just one shot me. So I was like, I'm going to try something. I got the Commodore, and I got that um that bell where you can shoot the uh, like little knives. Oh, and I was okay. just I just stayed behind, and I just what a, what spirit Ash did, did you use? Uh, I did the um the mimic. I used my mimic, mimic tier. Even so, on that, so the mimic tier, right? This is my whole my whole thing. I really like worked hard at this. I got the Shabiri's woe, which um, okay draws so aggro. It draws aggro towards the. I mimic. love it. It's all gibberish <laughs> to me right now. I love it. <laughs> so the yeah. final boss would just focus on, and I just stay in the back, and I just. <laughs> and I mean, not and that, that I, took eighty of the eighty to seven hours. This is the thing. <laughs> not that I didn't try in earnest. Not that I didn't try yeah. in earnest to fight melee. I mean, I probably fought the final boss like thirty-five times, yeah. like melee, like getting this close. And I was like, ah, and I just I fought the final boss melee. That's so that's amazing. <laughs> but I was always a mix. I always used once I did Ronnie's, I used the Moonvale Greatsword. So you did you did the Ronnie quest? You got the Ronnie ending? Oh yeah. Oh me too. That's my wife, dude. No, Diane is your wife. I put the ring on that puppet's finger. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Me too. Listen, everybody involved in that. Shelby must be like, what the hell? I, is I'm wrong? just laughing because all those names you just whipped out, and now there's a Ronnie. Like, well, this is what's a, funny, right? That's there's like a, having Sean there's and Seafood. Mar- there's, there's Margaret. There's Margot. R A N N I. Ronnie. He's like, yeah, my I'm buddy like, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, you know, you had the knives of Shinobi or whatever the fuck you were saying, and now, yeah, my buddy Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> I wiped oh. up that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, everybody involved in that quest line is amazing. Blythe and oh, the and best. Eg, like everybody in that quest. Yep. Extra Silva sucks, but he's just, he's just a. Bad <laughs> but he's he's a good. He's, <laughs> he's, a, just, he's, he's a, a good, good guy. To hate. guy. Yeah. Um, uh, but what was good about being a mage, I do want to say, is is it was able to. I was able to do a few quest lines that like I didn't. I wasn't open. Not that I wasn't open to, but like to get what I wanted to get, I had to do a few quest lines that I wouldn't have even known about. Oh yeah, unless I was like, oh, cool. okay, I want to get this. So anyway, 
I'd put Nail, Commander Nail, as okay. one of my top three. Uh, Melania, that and whole area. You wouldn't do the final rough. boss, since it sounds like you were short. I don't know if the final boss. I think Dragon Lord Parsnax. Oh, Placidusex. Placidusex. Parsnax. What's the Placidusex? Is that how you say it? Yeah. I had such a hard time with him. I first shot him. What? <laughs> uh, wait. What? Tell me the story. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, I love that fight so much. It's so good. love that fight so much. I you one shot him. One shot him. What'd you use? I'm, I mean, I beat him in my first try. Is what I mean. That's insane. Yeah. Literally, once he does a second phase and he just like teleports and just like <laughs> oh, runs right he's through. He's tough, you. man. How do you do he's that? Tough. A lot of dodges. So I think I put him in front of the um the uh, let me in front of Neal. No, no, no. I think it'd be Neal. Oh, in front of the final um, boss, Melania, and yeah, um, we shouldn't spoil the final boss. Yeah. Um. How about you? What's your top three? Yeah, I think I would do Melania number one for sure. Uh, I would do actually Godskin Noble. The first one or the one the where there's the one. Yeah, he was tough. What about the second one? The second Godskin duo was cheap. Didn't What? Wasn't too bad. The reason it wasn't too bad is because the arena was actually big enough to fight them. That's true. That freaking the freaking place where you fight the Godskin oh, Noble. It's too small. I see what you're saying. It's so tight. Yeah. The pillars are in the very inconvenient spots. That's fair. And that fucking when he starts rolling. Oh God. Oh. I just thought when you have to fight the two of them. I, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't have as much of a hard time. Honestly, so because I was magic and and you know, magical sword. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'd never used a mimic tier. It wasn't like very good for that build. Right. Um, not that I would never use it, but uh, I I just preferred to use other guys. I use Black Knife Tish a lot. Nice. Who's awesome. Um, I would say that my third would probably be Moog. Oh, okay. The Lord of Blood. Lord of Blood. Yeah. Probably number three. Yeah. Very tough fight. Mm-hmm. I, I love that I whole area. Awesome though. fight. It's a very though. cool fight. Awesome. It's fight. a very cool fight. And you know we shouldn't spoil. We shouldn't say yeah. our three favorites because we're going to be talking best boss fight come game of the year time. That's true. We'll and we it. may have a, a, a separate category for best Elden Ring boss <laughs> <laughs> because it really wouldn't be fair to the rest of the games that's that true. are bosses. That's actually very. Um, that's, a, that's a beautiful idea. So let's let's save our favorites. But overall, I mean, you know, la- last we checked in, I think we were on the Altus Plateau, uh, maybe in Landell. Yeah, I maybe. think I, I think I just fought. I think I just got to Morgoth. Morgoth, like I, the first I'm not time. sure. Yeah, I'm not, possibly. I remember we were texting about Morgoth, but I think we had Morgoth, uh, Morgit, Lania. Melania, like what's what the heck with these yeah. names? They're all this. Uh, I mean, I think it's intentional. I think it's funny. <laughs> um, so, but you did the Ronnie questline. Did Ronnie? That's obviously my canonical ending. Is that right? So I'm, I'm thinking about it though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other endings aren't as good, but like the reason why uh, I guess we can get into this at a later date. Yeah, I mean, we're talking some spoilers. I don't uh, we don't spoilers. need to. We don't need to talk spoilers. This is a very large game that a lot of people have not beaten yet. We'll do a spoiler cast one of these days. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, when Shelby plays it. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> um, so, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I, is this the greatest game ever made? I mean... I think it's up there. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, like, in the Breath of, and like in the, Breath of the Wild yes, game, where it's just like... That's what I'm saying. This game... This game is, is quite possibly... I mean, this game's probably top five for me all time. It's hard like it's to, that, like, is, it argue is that against good. that. Yeah. I already have it on my top favorites list. It probably could go higher. Yeah. I was trying to debate in my head. I'm like, do I like it? 
is it greater than Dark Souls? Is it greater than Bloodborne? And like maybe I don't know. I still I think I think Bloodborne will always be my favorite just because I love that gothic mm-hmm. cosmic horror. Like I think the yeah, the aesthetic awesome. of Bloodborne it just draws me to it more. But Elden Ring as a game, I, I mean Elden Ring and, and Breath of the Wild. I mean open world games will never. Yeah. If they don't do that, then there's just it's like okay, I'm just gonna go play Elden Ring. I don't need to go grab yeah, the new Assassin's Creed or you know, no offense and I mean we'll talk about you know Horizon but it's just interesting where it's like those two games have just like raised the bar so high that any game that comes out I it's like oh, if it's not Elden Ring or yeah. the Wild I know and I the thing that's interesting when we talk about alright what is it your favorite Souls game the thing that's hard about it is I think because of the scope of it 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 loses some of the labyrinthian you know level design but there is some of that in there it's just so so in elden ring you have the big open world obviously i mean I, big is not the word it's it's ridiculous <laughs> the funniest joke is how every time you get a new map the camera zooms out a little bit on the map screen and you're like what how is it bigger <laughs> it's bigger um but the the thing that it does is, so other than the big open world and all the bosses and stuff like that, there are catacombs, caves, uh, mines, mm-hmm. and... So, so things hidden from the map, really. So they're, they're physically... There's a whole underground area. Yeah, but, but I'm saying there Sorry. are specific things. Is there a fourth one that I'm missing? Caves, catacombs... Like what Everjails count? Mines. Like- you could call it Everjails, yeah. There's a bunch of recurring things... Mm-hmm. that are all unique they're all like their own unique thing but they have the same sort of setup right so they have the same environment oh the hero's graves oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so they have like the same type of environment but then they all do a little bit of a twist it's kind of like a shrine i was in, gonna say like a shrine in breath yes so it's almost like they have four distinct shrine types or five if you want to count ever jails totally distinct from each other but they're similar in like design and how they're mm. set up but then they do twists like some of these catacombs it's like it's all hidden walls and you got to just like look around and smash a wall and walk through mm-hmm. some of them are like there's like it's like 40 floors but you think you're repeating it so you like travel you like walk through travel down take an elevator down and you're like wait did i just go in a circle but if you keep going you realize, oh, wait, there's new enemies here. Okay. So I'm actually progressing, progressing. in some sort of way. Yeah. And then you find there's a secret elevator that takes you all the way up through all the 40 floors you just went through. Like a lot of smart stuff like that. But if you think about that and you compare any like any one of these things to like a area in a Dark Souls 1, for example, or a Bloodborne, you're like, hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Is it... It's not a fair comparison because they are different games in that. Yeah. So it's like really... Like it has it has the same great combat, awesome boss designs, uh, environmental art is amazing. Like, and truly like some of the... I guess what you can say is like the way the open areas connect to each other with the underground areas, like mm-hmm. you said, maybe that this game's version of that feeling of... Right 
kicking a ladder and be like, holy shit, now I'm here? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are areas in Elden Ring that are like that. I think of the sewers underneath Landale. Oh, my gosh. Landale's that, insane. So like, the, like, a bunch of labyrinth. That sewers... It's like Ikea in there. Holy <laughs> smokes. <laughs> that sewers area underneath feels like oh, a Dark Souls area. Oh, God. You know what it I'm saying? It felt like Blighttown, man. I mean, you just keep getting yeah, lost. It's in brutal. It's, it's but it has that same thing of, wait, what door is this? And you open it, and you're like, I'm back at the beginning, and yeah. now I have a shortcut through to where I am. That's that Dark Souls that's that like classic, level design yeah, yeah. that it's like, wow. Like, holy shit, this game is so well designed. Yeah. So this game has that, but it feels like there's less of it because it's not every single area. Time. Area, right. right. Which is, I guess, is a good thing because... It is. Yeah, I mean, and this is an open world version of that. So yes. does does it need that? No. Or I, I don't know. I haven't played and it. And I do think that... I don't think it needs that. <laughs> I do think that some of the bosses are the best in the series. I think that... The, like I said, the art design and the scale, <clears throat> they've always done an amazing job with like, they have basically unlimited draw distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they always have. Like in Dark Souls, you can see like a faraway kingdom and then eventually you're there and you're like, wait, am I over where wait, I saw yeah, it? And, the, yeah. and this game has that to the, <laughs> you know, nth degree, like crazy. Um, so for me, it is... And, you know, I'll get some time between when I played it and not to really decide. But to me, I think this is the this team's, like, absolute magnum opus. Like, they nailed what they were going for. Everything, like, the, it was just hit after hit. Like, it almost feels like three distinct Souls games in one. Mm, that's fair. And that's why, for me, I think it is my favorite. favorite. And I think it is the, the best one. It's just, um, it's just so good. It it really is just so good. And I, I'm even more just. What are they gonna do next? I mean, literally. I. What are they gonna do next? I. It is so interesting to think Space about. Space souls. <laughs> well, I I saw there was like a I guess the the maker of this made Armored Core. No, there was the a, there was a I guess was it a TV series or another game or something like that where they said oh I want to work with that person next similar to the George oh, really? oh the Brendan I saw the Brendan Sanderson uh, Stormlight Archives I oh think, really Stormlight it was? Yeah. or something yeah or books or something right, right, right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was something he books. said he yeah. wanted to work with them next in a sort of sense I just said, didn't Hayataka Miyazaki like when he like sought out George R R Martin or the other way around like. It wasn't about Game of Thrones. It was like some weird like yep. article he wrote back in like 1966. And he's like, I love that like short story yep. he wrote. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good. That's Miyazaki like that. for you. He's so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, I, 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 we can... Uh, any, any closing thoughts on Elden Ring? For me, I, I just... I, we'll I, be talking about it more and more this year. I don't think it's I going legitimately, like, I ended the game and I started a new game plus... And I, before I did, I respect into a totally different build because that's the time to try something out mm-hmm. before you start a new game plus. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, some of these spells, some of these incantations are just wild. And I had not seen them at all. I'm like freaking jumping up in the air and throwing these two lightning spears into the <laughs> yeah, ground. Cool, yeah. And I'm like, what is Shiro? Dude, there <laughs> is just... There's so much variety in this game, and all of it is so well done. It's yeah. it really is remarkable. I threw up when I beat the game. <laughs> I had stomach virus, so no. <laughs> so disgusted with yourself. <laughs> I can't believe I'm done. <laughs> but no, uh, amazing. It's actually very sad that it's over. It was, but is it though? For that is entire <laughs> month and a half, that was literally all I thought about and did. And now, like, I need a break. 
Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that in the summer. So enjoy, enjoy Shelby. <laughs> so goddamn good. Anyway. Uh, Demon of Hatred, by the way. Yes, thank That's you. What we were That's for. who it was. Ding, ding, ding. Sekiro. Oh, from Sekiro. Demon yeah. of Hatred. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Poor sculptor. Wait, wait. Easier name than it should have been to remember. <laughs> no, that's okay. We appreciate it. <laughs> I, yeah. Did you ever beat Demon of Hatred? Yeah, definitely. I beat all the bosses in Sekiro. You think Demon of Hatred was harder than Sword Saint Ishin? Mm. I had a blast I, fighting that Sword Saint guy. Oh, Sword yeah. Saint, <laughs> you know what? Because I feel like the Demon of Hatred had like, because it was just so big and overarching. Yep. I always like, and even in Elden Ring, Bloodborne, or, or, or human size. I like the human size fights more because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit more skill based. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes the giant monster enemies you just get rolled up uh, on or something. Uh, whatever. In the areas too. I really liked uh, when playing Sekiro the the first time you fight Genishiro. Is that his name, Genishiro? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're stuck on like that canopy up top, yeah. right? You don't have the fields to run through yep. and, and escape from. Like you were, that's where you are. Right. <laughs> so uh, so I agree. I, I kind of like stuff like that too. Yeah. So I don't know. So maybe Demon of Hatred was harder. I feel like Ishin was much more grueling, but like you, every time you played it, it was like, okay, I, I'm getting better. I know how to beat him. I feel like Demon of Hatred and a lot of other the bigger bosses right. in, in, in any of these games, sometimes it's just like, listen, I just got to get lucky. Yeah. To me, I feel like Demon of Hatred just didn't fit in that game. Like he, he, like the fighting style, Yeah, it was just like a, it was like a Dark Souls boss. Yeah. He was optional, you know? right? Well, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, he was optional. I never even fought him. Yeah. But um, um, anyway, great games, absolutely amazing. Yeah, other things amazing. Um, I'd be surprised if a game tops it for a game of the year. But anyway, I'm hearing good things about this Kirby shit. <laughs> Are you playing I Kirby? It, I got it loaded up. I haven't started it. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You could be a car, car Kirby, right? Car Kirby. You could be yeah. a traffic cone. Mouthful <laughs> mode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me know how it is next next month. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. This game came back all the way in January. Yeah. Shelby, I know you've been playing a uh, lot of Pokemon, so talk no, to me. No, I wouldn't say a lot. <laughs> like 10, uh, 100 hours. Yeah, 10-ish <laughs> hours, maybe, at best. Um, yeah, no, I played a, a, a pretty good amount of this game right up front when I did pick it up. It's just we're talking about this because I haven't talked about it at all since playing it. It's good. It's a very unique Pokemon game, but... The more and more I played it, the more I I was just so over it. I'm just not enjoying my time with it anymore, unfortunately. Um, It was kind of like my travel game. And there are certain things that I'm like, yes, this needs to be a continuation throughout every Pokemon game ever. The open world, I could throw three Pokeballs and wait for all three of them to catch and and turn around and fight another one. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is incredible. I think in all the time I've spent in the game, I've spent a third of it clearing out my inventory and buying new space in my oh, inventory. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? This yeah, is the most ridiculous thing ever. And, yeah. and the problem is you get to a point where you're, it's getting more and more expensive to, to purchase extra slots. Whatever. I get that. That's fine. Um, but then you turn around and you go through the fields and it's like, okay, I won't pick that up. I don't need that. But you fight a Pokemon and something gets added to your inventory automatically because you beat that Pokemon. So it's not like I can't even escape it. Yep. So that's that was so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't find the boss fights. They're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> They're <laughs> so <laughs> bad. They don't get better. You know, it's like, and that's the, because you could sit there and it's like, oh, they want you to get them to a point of, um, I don't know, being stunned mm-hmm. and then throw a Pokeball, Pokeball at them. 
but you don't have to do that. It's like, I'm you, just going to keep hitting them. You could just hit them with the yeah. dust or whatever. So oh, so between those so two bad. things, I'm like, this is atrocious. But everything else in this game, I'm enjoying. Yeah. You know, like getting the, the Pokemon to ride on, the exploration. Finding the, little nooks and crannies where, oh, look yeah, at this Pokemon. I haven't seen this yeah, one. Yeah, characters and, so and cool. seeing the stuff and checking checking off boxes to for the Pokedex. Like, all that stuff is incredible. And I really, really like that stuff. But it's like, I can't pick up the game without having to drop a million items or figure like it's it's so annoying um that stuff is really frustrating it's very it really is and they've done such a good job of streamlining so much of it yeah that like oh man i wish you didn't overlook oh it's just killing me and the final (laughs) mountain you get is a bird that you fly with oh really you fly around the world i think right now like i have i think the last one i got was the climbing one yeah sneezler Um, is that what it's called? Yeah. So I had like you. You get the the elk. You get the mm-hmm. fish. The bear. Yep. Uh, and now I you're have pretty the far one. in. Am I pretty far? I, you're I don't like know. halfway in at least. Oh, all right. Yeah. So Maybe two thirds. I got that one. Like I said, I'm enjoying my time. It's like, and now I'm seeing some first gen Pokemon too, like mm-hmm. uh, the Magma one. Magmar. Uh, Magmar. Yeah. yeah. Like he was cool and dude. But that's that's what the game's cool about. I know. It's and so that's why good. I like it so much because I really just love that like. You're, you, it, it feels like you're exploring. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, what's this little area? And then, whoa, look, this guy's here. Yeah. Like, let me go the, check him out, you know? And then even like doing the swimming things and I'm just chucking Pokeballs. Yeah. At I can't even see what they are. I'm just throwing <laughs> Pokeballs at I them. I see a splash yeah. over there. <laughs> uh, so that stuff's cool. And I really enjoy that aspect. It's just, it, it's it's so bogged down by by some bad choices. Yep. Um, which sucks. And I'm enjoying all of the side quests too. Except for the one where you have to get like a, a bezel that's like taller than two and a half feet. <laughs> like that is the most ridiculous you can't fucking tell thing just ever. By no, you have at no them. idea. Because yeah. um, they're all the same goddamn size. You got to find them. You, gotta no, find you just got to get lucky. Find an now, alpha. Is that what it is? Yeah. I just keep hitting them, hitting them, hitting them. And then, and then I catch, I have 50 of these things. <laughs> None of them are tall enough. It's ridiculous. And my Pokedex has so many Pokemon in it because in order to fill out the Pokedex, you got to catch 10 of the same goddamn Pokemon. And I don't know what to do with them. It's like at some point in the game, they're usually like giveaways. Like, oh, give this person yeah, this yeah. one. And there are parts like that, like when you're trying to increase your farm land, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Um, you put them to work. Yeah, you put them to work. Yeah. So so I have that mentality of like, I need to hold on to everything in my inventory because I'm going to need it at some point, right. which I know I won't. You won't. Um, <laughs> <And> so the, <laughs> the thing that I liked about the Pokedex is you really, you don't have to just catch a bunch of them. You can yeah. do other oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, you can do the other stuff. You and can like, oh, I want to yeah. battle them. Oh, I want to see them use this move. So maybe I'll catch one and use that move or yeah. whatever it is. Like, that's what I like about it. So Because you can kind of pick. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, yeah. this yeah, I could do. There are those ones that are hard to catch or there's just not, like Eevee, is that there's not a ton of him. And I've already upgraded mine to one of them. There's yeah. like six different versions you could do it. So I was yeah. like, all right, I want to go catch another one. And I know in the first area where there's one, but he's only there like once in a blue moon. Yeah. So it's... I was it's, like Tokopi trying to get... It's yeah, like yeah, There's yeah. only one and you got to get... I caught like a random Pichu. Yeah, and I that now he's a Pikachu, um, <laughs> uh, which is cool. It's like, I, and I love the evolution stuff. That's that's a Pokemon staple that yep. I, I absolutely love. So, so it's weird when I play the game because I spend half of it really enjoying my time, and the other half being incredibly frustrated. Yeah, um, that inventory stuff's really bad. Oh, it's just unbelievably atrocious. But they did so many other things. There's like fast travel yeah. points, yeah, campgrounds out there, so you don't have to like great. worry about going back and forth as much. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it's absolutely incredible, and some of it is just bad. Horrible. Yeah. Just bad. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, so that's Pokemon Arceus for me. I've only played like maybe like two hours of Pokemon Arceus. So you've gone through the beginning dialogue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is where you're at. Such a slow start. I don't know why I, I haven't gotten back into it. Yeah. I mean, I, overall, like, is it one of your favorite Pokemon games? I mean, does it hold a candle to... I think it is my favorite Pokemon Yeah, game. it is so half and half. Like like I said, I, I love the older Pokemon, like Red, Blue, and, and all yeah. that stuff for what it was. That was childhood, you know? So it's... I love that style of Pokemon, and this improves so much about it, but then has some terrible open-world game aspects that mm. just... It is a question of why. Why did you do this? Right. It doesn't and, make sense. And that's totally... This is a perfect example of... It's going to vary so much based on how much that stuff bothers you. Like, for Shelby, he, it, yeah. it's, like, affecting his time. For me, I'm like, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Like, I never really... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just annoying. So it's going to yeah. totally be, okay, how much... Like, what matters? He's I mean. saying it's going to come down to me, game of the year time, yeah. if this is, like, number 11 or number No, it, it, right. it, it's also That's one of those right. things for me where it's... I, I look at my inventory and stuff to drop, and I have five different items that all do the same thing. Yeah. They attract a Pokemon. So yeah. in reality, I could drop probably all of those, but at the same time, it's I'm not I'm at a point in the game where I haven't really used them, and mm-hmm. sometimes I do, and I'm like, well, I know that they attract certain Pokemon, which is awesome because you could see that on your Pokedex what does attract them, mm-hmm. and I think it's more of an end game thing where it's do you want to catch all of them, then use these items, and in that sense, I'm like I really don't need to. I'm 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 putting this down more so on myself yeah. than I need to be. Listen, so you want to be the very I can't, best. <laughs> like I no can't one ever was believe how close i am to completing the pokedex and i'm yeah. just like no i'm good yeah <laughs> like I, ha- I have to get like 15 more like, yeah that's it <laughs> and i'm like i'm right yeah like, no, i enjoy my time with yeah. it because i, I mean, put like 40 something yeah. hours into it and it's loved fun it. man i mean to to see a tree that's shaking you're just like whoosh, and then turn around <laughs> yeah. whoosh, oh there's one that he doesn't how even cool see me is that? that's so cool and that's what i mean that stuff is incredible and it it that is the best pokemon experience there yeah. is that's you know? that's why for me the, the high highs and especially the late game some of the battles are really good in yeah. the late game yeah like uh, the post game even like i loved it and yeah. there's some cool like weird stuff going on i really really liked it and for me like i leave a lot of pokemon games with like hey that was fun mm-hmm. and yeah. then don't really care about it this one i'm like i really liked that it was really good yeah and and i don't think i my only real comparison would be the old 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 ones you know like maybe like crystal or you know red i mean i was red blue and then (laughs) let's go eevee or something like that like which was the same game right Right. it was just updated and then last not last year's uh whatever the previous one was sword and shield sword and shield um and then got like halfway through that one which was a great experience it was just it, it really was the stepping stone to this one which is good you know, All so right. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Pokemon. I, I I will keep continue to play it. That that I know. That's Pokemon for you. All right. Um, let's talk about Horizon Forbidden West. Now, uh, I haven't played any more since last episode. Last episode, we talked. I was at uh, the main hub world, and there was like three branching paths. Have you played any more, Daniel? Not a bit. Shelby, have you played Horizon Forbidden West? I'm about halfway through it, I think. Mm. We um, were talking about, about don't where were you guys? So we're not going to spoil anything, but we got to a point where you meet a a major person person that sends you to three different places, you, like three you different get, tests. That you get to, to choose. Yes. Okay, like, yeah, I'm past that. Yeah, three, yeah. Oh. That's where we stopped. Okay, so we got that little hub area. Yeah, that like your home base kind of. Right, right, right. And then we didn't play anymore, both of us. Okay, 
All right, yeah. And, um, and really enjoyed it up to Oh, there. my gosh. I mean, I probably Keep put playing. like 25 hours in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I kid you not, Isn't he, that crazy that y- you can spend a lot of time in that first yeah. level? Oh, like, yeah. A lot of Holy time. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. I did I did side quests galore. Yeah. I helped the chef with his thing. You know, I just did yeah. everything that I had to do. And then seven days later, Elden Ring came out. Yeah, and, well, that, yeah. and that's the issue. We know how that went. Yeah. So the, the funny thing is, not, not, not that it's funny. Like, I, I started playing through it, and I was like, all right, let me get through the story here because I do want to get to Elden Ring. And the story is good up until that point where you guys are talking about it's it's good, but it hasn't gotten to that. Yeah, this oh, this shit. is like the jumping off point. Yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm excited to get into the story of. There's this. some like they they build upon the previous game story in some very interesting, cool ways. Um, that that I'm enjoying so far. Hopefully, it ends up being all it's it's kind of building up to be. Um, but I'm having a hell of a time with side quests. Like this has some good side quests in it. My man, Shelby, you love your side oh, quests. Oh, it's like I just did a I whole world that. where I came upon this this area, and it was like one of those random things. You talk to a person, they're like, "Hey, uh, this person is so and so. I haven't seen them in a while. Go check on them." And I came across this entire area that was flooded, and they were like the whole town flooded from something. There were people stuck on top of a cliff with with a couple of monsters prowling underneath them. There were people literally floating on rafts in the middle of the town. And there was like people trying to resuscitate others. Like if you went to five different areas in this town, you you'd find survivors and, uh, and you had to find a way to rescue all of these people. And they had the alligator ones, like the snap maws mm-hmm. or jaws or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and you're underwater trying to hide from them and attack them and then climbing up a cliff, trying to save these people. Like it was an incredible side quest. So and cool. uh, and that's all it was, and it it ended up giving me a really cool piece of armor and everything, mm-hmm. uh, like rare stuff. I'm having a blast. It's it definitely just it takes that formula that they worked with in the first one and just tweaks a little bit here and there, and that's all they really needed to do. I think people enjoyed it enough uh, the first time around. They have a track record of horrible release dates. Yep. Um. So that <laughs> that sucks. Yep. Um. But yeah, it really is just a little bit more of the same. I think your weapon wheel is definitely a better equipped uh, and easier to get to stuff. They, I think it feels better. I think the yeah, glider is overall, really nice. The glider is nice. I think the combat just feels better. Your different bows, there's a lot more variety. Yeah. I, I, I really like mm. this game. There is nothing like... if it. Here's what I'll say. For me... Thank God for the story wanting to pull me back in. Otherwise, yeah. this one might get lost in the shuffle. Like, I enjoy playing it, but I have, I'm have i intrigued in the story where I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, April, May seem a little slow. Yeah. I'm going to dive back in. So, there's a specific, there's a set of characters that are very important that I'm not sure if you meet them at that yeah, point Yeah, we yet. met them. Yeah. yeah. The three futuristic looking yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The Zenith. So like, I want to yeah. know what happens. Yeah. That's what, yeah that's, and like who's with them and everything uh-huh. like that's that. Like, so. so we meet them like in one of the cauldrons. Right. And, like before, like as we're headed to this area. To that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember what point you met them. Yeah. So we don't really know them. We just like saw them. Right. And then the one fight fought us. You fight, yeah, and yeah. then the other two like basically bounced. Right. So I'm at a point where I've. I've done another one similar to that, and you come across them again. You figure out who they are, what okay. they're doing, and stuff like that. So it's it's getting more intriguing in a in a very sci-fi movie mm-hmm. kind of way, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's 
I'm loving it so That's far. That's enough to pull me back in. That's yeah. the stuff I'm talking about. I yeah, just, I'm just i really excited to dive back yeah. in for that kind of yeah. stuff. And the world, I mean, I, I can't compare it to Elden Ring, but the world is also massive. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's, I do love that one spot too where I think as you come out of the, the first hub area where you go underneath and there's just a giant monster with, you, you go in the water to get to them. There's underwater little yeah, 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 caves yeah. and stuff like that. And you're swimming through and it's just giant tentacle arms through. Oh, see, stuff like that's stuff very like, cool. Some of the, like, the set pieces the are atmosphere, really atmosphere. It's unbelievable. Beautiful and, um, game. It really is. I, I mean, they put a lot of love and care into this and I'm enjoying every second of it so yeah. far. It's just, yeah. I'm it's just a big back game. In. Yeah, it's just a big yeah. game. That's all. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's my time with Horizon. I just cool. want to keep on playing. Right, nice. so you haven't beaten the story. No, just, okay. no, no, no. I'm about halfway through. All right, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to get back into yeah. it. Like I said, I, I was really, yeah. I was, I was really enjoying it when I was Have playing they, it. They, 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 I mean, it's a classic open world trope, but I got to a point where you can race like um, mm. horses, not horses, but whatever they yeah. are. And uh, that was pretty cool because it's like combat racing and stuff. Yeah, and it's got those open world tropes, but enjoying the hell out of Hands it. Hands down, best Stag swimming. Staghorns right? are there. Staghorn. Oh, maybe staghorns or something like that, and I don't know. Best There's longhorns, the I think, or that might be staghorn. Sounds familiar too. Though. I don't know because like one of them has the giant antlers. Yeah. All right. And like oh, and the right. and the things on their back, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Canisters or whatever. The, yeah. the canisters on their back. Those are the ones, yeah. They all got weird names. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel super so satisfying when you shoot yeah. off a canister. Like there is yeah. that like Monster Hunter world like feel right. kind of where it's just like. You know, yeah. it is satisfying. And this one kind of scratches the itch that the Surge kind of implemented where you can target very specific parts mm-hmm. of, of every enemy. Yeah. Um, Especially, you know, they showed it off with the big early snake boss. Yeah. Where it's like you can do so many different things with that boss. Oh, like, yeah. You can very like, much damage so. it in so many different ways. And it definitely, it's more intuitive than the first game in the sense that when you have an item that you're seeking, you can even say like, or, or mm-hmm. make it a mm-hmm. quest, I guess. Mark, like it, qu- mark yeah. it as a quest and turn around and be like, so okay, smart. do not kill this animal before you knock yeah. it off. Um, yeah. Or knock this off first, grab it, kill the animal, you get something else. Like it's it's You can make more of it than you want because the upgrading system when you hit a tool bench or a yep. workbench um, needs those. Like There's yep. a lot of the times I go there and I'm like, how do I not have an upgrade for this right. bow? And it's because I'm just not doing what I'm, I should be doing to get that upgrade. Um, so I enjoy that a lot because it, it changes. Like I'm probably around level 22, 23 right now. Okay. And, uh, and we'll see. No, cool. I'm nice. It. I'm definitely looking forward to diving back in when we get into a little bit of more of a lull. Yeah. yeah. Next time we talk, I'm, I'm sure we'll have yeah. a little yeah. more thoughts on it. Definitely. Um, I want to talk next about triangle strategy. Dan, I know you were playing this last time. Yeah. I had, I had dipped in last time. I may have played like a couple of missions, something like that. Uh, I'm about 20 hours in really, really like it. Uh, I think the combat gets more and more complex, obviously, as you gain more characters and you're picking and choosing who goes on these missions. Um, yeah, I don't have much more to say that I didn't say last time. Okay. I think it, I think it's just more of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- I think it's a really good one of these if you're if you're a tactics fan. Nice. Um, and I, I'm definitely going to see it through. Cool. All right. Hey, who's played Ghostwire Tokyo? I think it's just you, buddy. Cricket. 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 No, nobody's played Ghostwire? <laughs> no. All right. Here's what I got to say about <laughs> Here's what I got to say about Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo 
That was very end of the yearish right there. It was like you were about to go into a whole spiel. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo is a fine game. It's a fine game. And I mean, is it a double fine game? Because then I'll play it's it. It's not a double fine game. <laughs> I am. Um, who did? Who is it? Is Tango? Yeah, Tango, Tango. Gameworks. Um, I appreciate Tango Gameworks, and I appreciate what they you know they try to do. Right, if I remember correctly, right, the Evil, evil Within. within. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and 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 the developers all about having you know young up and coming Shinji Mikami. Yeah. Oh, it's Mikami. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about having you know new ideas, new fresh people coming in trying things. That's so cool. You know, I'm all about that. That sounds great. Um, this is like, I'm really glad you tried, but you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really looking forward to this game. Um, you know, anybody that knows me, I'm very much into Japanese culture and lore. And this was just like going to be a cool Japanese horror game sort of thing. Um, it just, I didn't really enjoy my time with it. And How I, much and have you played of it? I put like 10 hours in. Wow. And I and I and that's even like that was by like the third that hour. Was you pushing? That yeah. By the third hour, um, it started to become a bit of a slog. I think mm-hmm. what what it what weighs it down is the combat at first is really, really cool. So you kinda are like Avatar the Last Airbender sort of thing. You get like a wind power, you get a water power, you get a fire power. And you're doing the finger motions and yeah, everything. Yeah, and that's really, really cool. And the design of that is is cool and enough to like, oh, this is interesting at, at first, but unfortunately there's no variation in the enemy design and the en- enemy combat. So you just end up using the same move for the same enemies, and it just it doesn't. I, I'm trying to think what I can compare it to. It feels I'll like I'll tell you right now. It's that little block where the triangle goes in the triangle and the square goes in the square, and you just repeat. <laughs> yeah, and it, just, it, it feels like it's kind of the way I felt about like Mirror's Edge Catalyst. You know, okay. where it just it felt like every Oof. time you're Good company. Just playing it, it's just the this. worst one. Huh? <laughs> It's just it's like it's just the same thing over and over again. I, I really appreciate the layouts. If they decided to do a Tokyo at night walking simulator, mm-hmm. I would pay fifteen bucks to like walk around right. Tokyo in a virtual and space. It seems like they did a good job with that. They did a great job with that. That was actually probably the for me the best part is I love the layouts. It felt like the way that when you play Spider Man uh, Insomniac Spider Man mm-hmm. where you walk around New York City mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh wow, look at that, there's Radio City. Oh, high there's five like, people. Yeah. Well <laughs> but like Ghostwire Tokyo definitely has that. It has that wow, cool. I mean it's a cool environment. I'd love to go to Tokyo. This is as close as I'll get to Tokyo in any time soon. So it's cool to, you know, walk around, see the environments. They do an impeccable job at the detail of the city. But overall, I think I was disappointed. Disappointed in the combat. I, I think it just it gets very, very stale, and it's just very repetitive. Um, the AI isn't very good. And overall, the story I'm not invested in. The, mm-hmm. the main villain, for those of you that don't know, there's this mysterious fog that takes over Tokyo. Uh, you are inhabited by the soul of another person, and you have to figure out what the heck's going on um, to get the citizens of Tokyo back. And unfortunately... Nobody has any sort of like soul or like life to them. The main character, there's there's really nothing to latch on to. The villain, even his motives, it, it's it doesn't. I don't know. There's just no gravitas to it. It just kind of seems like this thrown together uh, story. Um, and unfortunately, there's nothing about this game that redeems that for me. Mm. And ultimately, it's just a game that's just gonna sit. You know, and, and never be that's disappointing because I just that so, sucks. You said the there's not a whole lot of enemy variety. 
there's different enemies, but as far as the uh, the actual interactions with the enemies, there's no variety. There's no like, hey, this enemy's coming. I got to do a certain spell or I got to okay. do a certain combat. None of them are weak to certain things? They're all weak to the fire. Okay. Like, they're all, like, you do the, I mean, literally at that point, you're just spamming the fire spell and ripping their soul out. And Are they cool character designs at least? There are. I will say some of the bosses are pretty cool. Um, there's like this, the, the boss that I got up to, um, there's this creepy looking like female dog looking thing. Mm. So it, there is, that that is cool. Uh, you know, some of the environments and, and, and just some of the lore behind some of the, um, some of the ghosts. There's a lot of side quests. I know you like side quests, Shelby. There's a lot of side quests where you can help. Uh, Not enough to play this game. Huh? <laughs> but there's but there's a lot of side quests. There's a lot of good Not side quests where you can help. Um, you can help spirits that just haven't made it through. Not all the spirits are malicious. Right. Um, so what I found more interesting was kind of looking. This game is very well researched. I was looking through a, a couple of like the spirits and some of the lore behind the actual. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, folk tales of of some of these spirits. Right. There's the famous. One lady that you fight, um, she she wears like a medical mask. She's kind of scary looking, and she comes up to you and she asks if you think she's pretty. And when you, if you say yes or no, you know she rips the mask off and she's got this scary looking face and she tries to kill you. You look that up. That's like an actual like Japanese lore. Like mm. there's like this woman that apparently comes up to you and you know asks if you think she's pretty. And if you say yes, she kills you. If you say no, she kills you. I, I don't know. You can't get out of that situation. I think there's. <laughs> I'm sure there's a moral in there somewhere. Um, but, uh, but, so actually another funny, there's a... Um, so just don't talk to her is what I'm getting. <laughs> That's it. There's another one um, where there's a ghost crying for toilet paper. You're like going to a bathroom and there's this oh, ghost. Very Majora's Mask-ish. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because there's, that's the thing. There's an actual like lore in Japan. There's like a ghost that like... It's a real thing. That's a real thing. So that that's what's interesting to me. That's what that's what intrigued me about the game was you know the Tokyo aspect of it, but also the Japanese lore. So are any of those like mini stories like interesting or well written? They're interesting when you Google them. They're but, not interesting the actual, in, the, in the game. In the they're game, not interesting. No. There's no. How many people do you think are actually googling them? Yeah, not enough, I guess. Do you just, think just this me, game would benefit from like? Like first person driving where it's just Ghostwire Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> I think the game would benefit if it was more like Silent Hill. I think I think maybe that's what I was expecting a little bit more to be like. Mm-hmm. If it was a Silent Hill, maybe survival horror. I feel like the combat actually really does slow it down. Now, the, the, the actual writing of the story isn't also enough mm-hmm. to like pull me in. Tough combo. If the writing was better, and I think... It was more of a survival horror. Mm. I think this would be one of the coolest because I mean, it's got the design, it's got the intrigue to be like this is going to be an interesting concept. I just think the writing of of the story and I think mm. the um, the combat again, if it was a Silent Hill like, I, I would have enjoyed it a little uh, bit more. So it's, it's, it's definitely a shame disappointing. Thing. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's a little disappointing, but but then again, it's not that it's a bad game. It's just. It's it's unfortunately going to end up as a like a kind of run of the mill, mm-hmm. you know. It was cool what they were trying to do, but you know, ten years from now, not worth your hard-earned cash. Not worth the seventy bucks. Was it seventy? No, what was it? I thought I think, it was fifty. Oh, actually, I got it for fifty-three because I got it like on oh, a okay. on a. Is it not PS a full-price game? No, it is. It's, I think it's sixty though. But I got the. Because when I bought it, I like pre-ordered 10% it. Ten percent off or something. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. you got the because you're a member or something. Mm. I don't know. 
fun. So that's my Ghostwire <laughs> Tokyo story. So you guys obviously read the reviews and and said no thanks. Yeah, I didn't even do that. This I was not intrigued by this <laughs> I, game whatsoever. Yeah, I I pre-ordered it back in January. Yeah, so. I remember <laughs> seeing after the very first trailer, I was like, oh, this could be really cool. And then every trailer afterwards, I was like, no, not for me. <laughs> this is a good lesson for me that maybe there's only five franchises I'll ever pre-order a game from. I mean, what do you have to gain? Just pre-order the day before. I don't know why and I did it. Bonus, I don't know. You get know, the bonus $10 or whatever. Yeah. And usually the embargo, like the you can yeah, see the reviews and stuff exactly. like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, Listen, you live and you learn, my friend. I live in my yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, so that's Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, unfortunate, but you know what? Wish him the best. We'll see what the next game. Yeah. I, listen, I think there are some really good ideas in... in um, <laughs> I almost said the name of the next game. Evil Within? <laughs> There's some, yeah, and Evil Within. Really good ideas. But that doesn't make it a great game. I know. And, and now that it has to be a great game. It's a good game, and I think people will. You think it's a good game? Ghostwire it, Tokyo. It's a fine game. Yeah. It's like it's. I, I give it like six point eight out of ten. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good score. I think you're being a little generous. Nah. I don't know. <laughs> Listen. If I was your editor. I would say this Listen, sounds more like yeah. a five point eight. Listen, I gotta drive home. The ghosts are gonna follow me, so let's, let's watch keep. out for that uh, poopy pants. <laughs> anyway, so what's the next game we're gonna talk about, Dan? I think we should talk about Weird West. Okay, that's about Weird West. You played Weird West. I like Weird West. Yes, I like. Weird I have West. been playing Weird yes. West, and I am enjoying it, Dan. I'm enjoying it too. It was the first game I played after I beat. Um, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. I beat Elden Ring, then played Weird West, and then beat C for the next day. I had the stomach virus like nobody's business. <laughs> I was off work. I had so much time. Did you need some toilet paper like the ghost? <laughs> yeah, it was coming out everywhere. <laughs> Listen, better to have an empty house than a bad tenant, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it was, it was, I like that. It was rough. Oh, I like that, and also I, I had a bad tenant. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, was a, it was a bad tenant? No. Okay. It was a bad situation? We figured it out. I hope they don't listen to the show. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, Weird West. Let's talk about Weird West. Let's talk about Weird West. So Weird West is, as Rafael Colantonio would put it, who's the creator of this game and one of the co-creators of Dishonored, is a isometric immersive sim. So he says, this game is in the same lineage of a System Shock, a uh, Dishonored, Prey, Bioshock, that, that immersive sim, Thief. And those games are all about player choice and physics, al- allowing the player to do anything. Right, That's the whole idea. You want to go through the vents or do you want to go through the front door? Or do you want to jump on the roof and go through the window? That's that's like the layman's terms, immersive sim. It also means you can kill main characters, right? So game starts out, you're this... Actually, there's a little pre-thing before the story that's like they're putting... It's like the, this cult sitting around you, like putting a face on you and be like, yes, this will work. And then boom, it like snap cuts to you're this woman in the wild west and you look over and these bad guys shoot your child dead and take your husband as captive and this is in the first five minutes right away and the whole i mean we've all played the last of us i've seen some bad shit it's basically and then it's like okay well I'm a retired bounty hunter. Now I'm going to go dig up my guns from the backyard and put, strap them back on. You know, John and, Wick style. And now it's time. <laughs> exactly. 
And that's kind of how the game starts, right? Mm -hmm. From there, you're kind of on a hunt for your husband and you meet different characters, stuff like that. But the cool things about this game is it is... It has some really cool story stuff going on. Oh, for sure. And there's some really intriguing, strange things. I mean, let's just say it, guys. It's, it's this West is weird. <laughs> like, let's just say it. As opposed to Forbidden? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> More weird than Forbidden. Um, but to me, it's got that good combo of intriguing story stuff and really good systems. Systems are really good in this game. They're really good. And I think the elemental systems and the way fire spreads through flammable stuff and all these different interactions you can do are really, really neat. Mm -hmm. To me, and this is a personal thing, if they made this game turn-based and kept everything else the same, they would go up like two notches for me. Because I don't think that their real-time action system is that strong. Personally, do you, do you, I agree? Because do you th- do you think it has to do with the isometric nature of it, or possibly? Because I keep comparing it to Wasteland Three, mm-hmm. which I just played last year and absolutely loved, and it has a lot of. If you think about it, the CRPG and the immersive sim are like very similar. A lot of different choice stuff. You're specking your character in a certain way to try to do certain things. Like that's kind of what these games are all about, and I. I don't know if it's that I always prefer the turn-based stuff, but the game, like the shooting part, like it just doesn't feel that good. It feels like you're not fully in control at all times, right? Like it's a little like manic. Like it's like, all right, shit's popping off. I'm like, oh, I have so many different abilities on different buttons. It's like I'm jumping around, (laughs) throwing a grenade out to nowhere. Like it's just like a lot going on with that and i don't think it's super strong in that regard but but even with that because the story stuff is so cool because the systems are so good i'm really really digging it and dan there's one question i want to ask you before i want to hear your opinion of this sure did you get to the point where you have a new protagonist i do you want me to tell you who i am yes i'm a big man yeah so that's the coolest thing about this game (laughs) i hear there's like five there are yeah that's the coolest thing about this game the, I think the coolest thing about this game is that as the pigment, like you get to meet yes. your... Per- so, so this yeah. is the whole shtick. And and it's what? Eight hours in when this happens? Six hours in? Yeah, you're playing as this person the entire time and then nope. You're and person. then boom, something happens in the story and then now you are playing as a different person. But what's so cool about it is that all the interactions that you've had as your first person... It all just like trickles down. Like if you went to a shop and you exhausted, like and you bought everything in that shop, like your pig guy can't get yep. anything. Or if you're like, if you end up killing somebody, yep. you're then, doing bounties as one character. Yeah. Now, oh, there's less bounties. Right, exactly. For me, for this new character, that's pretty cool. It's so cool, and that's the it's thing. Well done that way. To me, up until that point, I was like, this is good. This is good. And then that happened, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Because I'm the pig man, too. I haven't gotten much further than that. I'm like, was there a choice? Uh, or, no. No, you had the pig man. But I, I just, I was. It, it progresses through different protagonists, okay, like in okay. order. But all their stories, uh, uh, you know, according to reviews and stuff, anyway, they all intertwine. And you, you can see that as you play the second right, character. Right. There's all these different, like, races and all these different, like, mm-hmm. sects of people, you know, commingling and it's it's so well done in that it's respect really well and done. what i love yeah. most about it is that immersive nature is that dishonored 
feel you know you you know i first like three hours i was just like knocking everybody out i wasn't killing anybody yeah and then like i would have i'd be just on the road and like 85 people would be coming after me to like to like kill me but again then i would kill those people and then people look differently at me you Uh know in town and there's a reputation system right so then they don't want you know they won't do business with me or they don't want to talk with me so it is such an interesting like line Mm mm-hmm that's what I think I love most mm-hmm. about it. I think that's what it does the best, and I think that's what its strength is, yeah. is every action, everything you do will have a consequence at some point, and I think that is what I enjoy most about it. I agree the combat is rough. Um, I think, it, I mean, you can just see even just by once you get to be the pig man, all right, there's a lot of different abilities now. Yeah. So the, the trees are, the skills are different in cool ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like totally saying it's not good. But whenever you're in a fight, it feels like something's wrong. Yeah. You know, like something something happened that you don't want to happen. Whereas it's in other games, it would be like, all right, I know exactly what I want to do. I'm gonna boom, 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 and you know. Well, one of the things too, and I don't know if this was on purpose for the game or if this is just like maybe just uh, an, an oversight. So from all those other immersive sims, usually the enemies will move in the same manner that they did, you know, on a previous run. You know, if a, if a character goes to the right. Mm-hmm. You die, whatever. Start again. That character will go to the right. Mm-hmm. This one, enemies just like do their own. Yeah, they have different loops. Yeah, I, it is intentional. Thing. It's intentional. Yeah, and and I will say this. So it has a quick save, quick load option, which F5. is awesome for this kind yeah. of game. But the thing that's cool is that they have different paths. So like, if you're on a bounty, I did this one bounty where it's in like a little walled town. And I'm like, all right, I'm in this spot. He's going to walk this way. So I'll just quick save and then look. And he walked the opposite way. And that's kind of cool. It makes you like actually be creative on the fly rather than like plot out every plot. single yeah. detail. I do like that about it personally. Um, but yeah, I think the game's really cool. I'm really enjoying it. There are yeah. moments though. The most satisfying moments is when like I feel like I, I know the environment and I can plot something yeah. out and then oh, yeah. it shows up. I But keep going back when it turns into a, like a giant gunfight that's actually my least favorite part yep. of the game it doesn't feel as satisfying i as, agree but overall i'm really really enjoying weird west i mean i'm going to continue playing it um yeah. i want to see it through to the end um you know i don't know how long the game is but it's, i've heard like around 20 ish hours it's a uh, it's enough to keep me intrigued and just want to keep yeah to keep playing i really um, i really like it as well one Do of the best know? games of the year for sure yeah do you know so far, if you get companions right Mm -hmm. you can like make a little crew yeah do you know if you have the crew member as one character are they still with them like when you switch like like say i have somebody like the sheriff's deputy it's rolling around with me right as as the bounty hunter Mm -hmm. now i'm the pig man is that oh yeah no i don't think so i think i think it completely switches and can you recruit that person you can recruit the bounty hunter you could yeah you can oh i mean the the, deputy. the original person yeah i don't know i haven't tried that i was just curious I'm not I, too I hadn't sure. done it either but i do know that you can recruit like the I, other characters i found i was as a pig man i found the bounty hunter and you recruit and i was like what that's yeah. crazy like, that, that's cool and you say you're coming with me <laughs> but the bounty hunter died that'll happen so i resave i re i re reload but like that but stuff, how cool is that that yeah. stuff I so think that's your main protagonist in the whole beginning of the game and then they they die or party your party and, they, and die. they die like stuff like that is is like really interesting really cool um so yeah overall weird west is great it really is great yeah i think it's really great um so i'm enjoying it very much me too and where are you playing it on 
I'm playing on Xbox. It is on Game Pass. Ah, oh, it's free on Game Pass. <laughs> I spent forty bucks to play it on the computer. It's on Game Pass on PC too. Gosh, darn it! <laughs> Got to check that Game Pass then. But if you're enjoying the game, I mean, it's forty bucks. Well you know spent. what? It's worth it, and I'm happy to support my local developers. There you, go. you know what? And I'm so happy to support Ghostwire Tokyo too, as you, well. Even though you don't. Like oh, it. they have a sequel already. I'm. I, I hope so. <laughs> Heed my advice. Mm. No, you don't. No, you don't. Make a Silent Hill, Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> um, all right, we have two more games to talk about. I feel like we'll save the one for the last. I know which one we should save. For Whichever the last. one you think. Let's These talk- are my two favorite games of the month. So, same. Let's talk about Norco. <laughs> I haven't beaten Norco. Me neither. Okay. Um, Shall we be playing Norco? I don't even know what it is. Okay. Norco, it's a city yeah. in Louisiana. Yep. It's it's north of real city? New Orleans. It's actually a real place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Norco is a point and click adventure game. Okay. Um, okay. With, so you're playing on Steam. It's on? only on PC. Okay. But it's on PC Game Pass. Oh yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. Which is awesome. Dan, did you know that? No. <laughs> Um, so you got to check your shit. I, I am spending. I am. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> broke. No. Again. Did you know Tunic's on Game Pass? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> are you serious? Not when it came out. Yeah, it was. It was a Game Pass. What? Yeah. This Weird West. Both Game Pass. Day one. Day one. I. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what? I support the scene. I give money to the developers. Do you? Have- they deserve. He's broke. They deserve. <laughs> The money. You know what? I'm happy to support the developers. I'm happy to give them the money. There you go. You know what? They work really, really hard on the games. They should be fairly compensated. We, we they were <laughs> by Xbox. <laughs> yes. And and I'm sure they're tracking yeah. how many how many yeah. game pass. Pretty was, sure so Micro- yeah. Microsoft was quite kind. <laughs> uh, all right. So Norco is a point and click adventure game, very much in the literary style of like a Disco Elysium or a Kentucky Route Zero. So, also on Game Pass now. Yes. Yeah. Which is awesome. All I'll, of them. I will buy. I will buy that. <laughs> There's certain games I would just keep buying again and again and again. Kentucky yeah. Zero, Outer Wilds. Every time Outer Wilds comes out on a different platform, I Outer buy Wilds it. came is like back on Game Pass. Yeah, it like went it, off it, and then it came back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Norco, it's it's that same style where it's written like a book. Like there's okay. good prose in the game. So. The opening of the game is this really... I, I talked a lot about this game when I played the demo on the Steam Fest in like October or something. Okay. And it was like my standout. Like I loved it, loved it, loved it. So th- that was basically the beginning of the game. So jump back in. The The way this game is set up is you. it has the Kentucky Route Zero thing of in the dialogues, in the storytelling spaces, you're choosing prompts. To write the story kind of okay so it's like it'll say like um i ran away f- or you know i ran away from home uh i was gone five years you know i threw my phone into the rio grande and then what did i do and it says i prayed i laid down and slept or i hit the road or something whatever you pick it kind of like jumps off of there and writes a line of dialogue <laughs> about it and then continues the story very, very similar to Kentucky Route Zero in that specific way. But the setup of this game is your mom dies of cancer. Um, you knew she was sick because your brother's been in touch with you, but it sounds like you left home and hadn't really been in close contact with your family. You left home, and your brother calls 
like a year a year ago or something like that, right? And says, "Mom's sick, you know, the cancer's back, blah blah, whatever." And you don't go home. And then a year later, you get a call, and it says, "Like I knew just from when I picked up the phone that she was dead or whatever." Right. And that, but again, all of this stuff is just wonderfully written, like really, really good. Then okay, now now the whole plot is you're going back home, your mom's passed, and gonna you know talk to your brother you don't really know what you're really going home for but you're gonna go home and from there it's this kind of like epic journey like slash noir of you kind of just revisiting your hometown you haven't been there in five years and it's it's like a near future it's maybe like would you say like 10 years in the future yeah, something like, like that like rope like robots will work for you yeah or be your slaves but you're also like nothing but factories and and you know mini marts right like all around it's yeah around. like it's it's a it's a recognizable environment it's not like futuristic it's like philip okay. k dickish sort of yeah like, like, but the, yeah there's certain weird like things like oh that's interesting but everything else is very it's much us just similar. if boston dynamics continues to do what they're doing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly of course, of course. um the thing, so from there, it becomes a mystery of where's your brother, what happened to your mom. It's 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 some really really good story stuff. But the king here is the writing and the themes are just so 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 good, mm. and <clears throat> it's really about how like industrial plants like have just destroyed Louisiana, <laughs> you know, right. and it's like <clears throat> the oil mining the refineries, everything. It's like this is a city or a, a region that is just so close to sea level and below sea level at some points that it's just like whatever you do, it's 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 in everyone's space. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's no like, there's nothing else there. It just right. sucks everybody just, dry. Like how do you survive in this? And and it, it touches on, it touches on, all the ways that the people of Louisiana have been wronged in in like different spots. Mm -hmm. It touches on like how what slavery was like in Louisiana. It touches on the floods and stuff like that. And it does all of this in such a f smart and affecting way. The language is, and this is going to, again, very person to person, but how up for flowery prose are you? Okay, maybe it's a little much for you in certain spots, but I think the the dialogue in with different characters is just super well written, and anyone would like. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's like yeah. very human. Yeah, it's not like uh, it's not like pushing you away with it's so in love with itself kind right, of thing. Right. The prose is, and the scene setting is, but that's what it is. You know, like certain things are written in that style where it wants to describe what's going on around you. But it, it takes it from a very human perspective. And I think it really, I mean, to me, I think it's really something special. I agree. Are you are you still the, the, the daughter? Are you still playing as? I've been back and forth. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You're the first time as a mom right now? I just got to the mom the first time. Okay. I met Scary Santa and, you know, did that whole. Yeah, yeah. The Krampus? thing about this game. Oh, man, no. He, oh. Dude, the thing about this there game, There is though, some characters in this game that are, like, it's, it's unsettling. But it's, so this game tonally is all over the place in a good way like it actually works but like it's funny like really funny well, sometimes be, yeah. yeah and it's like really scary sometimes and it's like super real sometimes like yeah. it really bounces around 
and is nailing it. I was going to say, but if it can keep you intrigued yeah. and keep you in the story while doing that, that's a good thing. Well, that's and what it's it is. really yeah. doing yeah. that. All right, that's good. And that's and where it, Kentucky Route Zero was so strong too, like the surrealism behind it where it's like, this is like super relatable. And then it's also, wait, this is like super obtuse, but like intriguing. So the thing that I would say is, I agree with you, absolutely. But the thing that Kentucky Route Zero never had was that step back here's a little bit of weird absurdist comedy out of nowhere mm-hmm. yeah kentucky Route zero was very like we're on this path thematically and we're sticking with it and they'll bounce between you know magical realism and and harsh reality but they're it's all pretty heavy, heavy throughout this game is not and it's surprising that it works the way it does mm-hmm. there's a whole thing now and I won't talk specific specifics, but I'll, I'll talk, you know, different areas. There's this whole thing now where I'm trying to get into a cult that is, they're called the, the I think it's like the Garys or the Jerrys or something. And Gary, Larry, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the idea. And they're, they're this cult of like polo wearing like kids that have no, like have nowhere else to go. And they're all being indoctrinated by this like, it's it's like a guy took religion, like took Christianity, and spun it so that kids think it's cool. Like that's the whole thing, and it's really good, like really yeah. well done. But it's also hilarious because you're like going into the mall and trying to get in to you know solve this kind of mystery thing, and there are these two kids in like polo shirts like making fun of you for not understanding what the cult is, and it's like oh, the only thing I think about is like. Like Jesus on the cross holding a skateboard like Christ Dare and Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, the funny thing is like that's kind of what they're trying to do. Like like it's it's all based in an app. Yeah. And it, like there's like this AR element where you hold the phone up to this like the parking lot and oh look here's something here. It's about uh, this the founder or whatever. And yeah. it's just every step of the way, it's nailing what it's going for. I think. The visuals of it are just incredible. Oh man, the that that guy, pictures, that yeah. guy that's blocking the convenience store. When you, go, oh yeah, Sorry, it was like so, so unsettling. He's so gross because you get the the character interactions have they're wildly different depending on like what you're doing. How, how is this played? Is this like are you looking at like a character model pop up and and you'll see yeah. dialogue well, boxes like more of what it's like is okay. Picture a when you're doing a point-and-click adventure game, it's like mm-hmm. you, you go to an area of the level and you have a still screen of it. Right. And then if you want to go from the backyard to the front yard, you click on a spot, and now you're in the front yard and you have a still screen. Okay. I've played putt-putt. Yeah. <laughs> but then now in that screen, there may be a character in the background. Now you click on talk, and there will be a portrait that pops up. Okay. Yeah. And it has dialogue. And sometimes your character's portrait will pop up against them. But it's so wildly different depending on who it is because in some of these shots, like this shot, for example, you're walking into a convenience store. So it's a zoomed out shot of a convenience store at a gas station. And then you click on it and the guy's body just pops up. It's not like in a portrait, but he's just like really close to the screen. Yeah. And he's like really creepy and like the the music is creepy and you're like, this guy's like threatening you. He's like, well, maybe if you give me some of the pills that your mom took, you know, yeah, I'll, get you inside. I'll, I'll get you inside. But it's like, and then you go inside and there's a robot that runs the store 
like there's no workers it's just cool. like a, a screen and it like it's like oh i sense that there's something in your pocket the door will not open if you don't scan it first no. like it, it so it like has everything built in yeah but that's kind of funny in like a dark way yeah like that's what i'm saying it like really yeah. goes in in a lot of different directions like that whole thing with the creepy santa like oh you man said. it's so weird so you go to the french quarter and there's a bunch of characters there you talk to these two guys on the left and they're like uh can you spare a dollar you know this is a whatever you give them a dollar and they're like, damn, ever since this creepy Santa came in, he's, you know, he, he says he's given to the Salvation Did Army, they call but creepy he's Santa. not, you know, that kind of thing. And, and it's not Christmas. <laughs> and, not Christmas. And you go to him and they're like, yeah, he, he said this is his corner now and he, he stabbed me with a knife. And you're like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, it didn't hurt Like, much. no, it was really dull. It was like a bruise. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just like a... It's just weird. And then like, you talk to him, and he's got like red eyes, and he's like all emaciated. Yeah, he's and he's freaky. like, that's my dollar. Why did you give yeah. me my dollar? There's, there's so much just strange shit going on. Yeah. Did you do the thing with the puppet show under the overpass? Oh, yeah. That whole with the, with the, um, the crocodile. Like that, too, just like completely like, what is this? Like, yeah. You know. I, to me, like those kind of things. Oh, man. And, and some of this writing will just hit hard. When you're at your house, right, and you're talking about. I don't remember the first flood, right? Is what it said. So did you do this part? It's this was, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm probably butchering, but the gist of it is, I don't remember the first flood. All I remember is a feeling of wetness on the carpet or wet carpet under my feet, right? And so the second flood was a a pump failure, and um, I don't think I got to this part. It says it's like an incidental thing you could easily miss, but it says the second flood was a pump failure. Uh, mom and mom would f- want to fix it herself and I would help here and there after school, whatever. And then it would say third flood was also a pump failure. This time she contracted some people with the insurance money to fix it for her because she was, she was getting a little old and sick. And then it said the fourth flood will come and it will destroy the entire town and it will cause a militant uprising along the Mississippi River. And it goes into this huge detail and this huge story about something that hasn't happened yet. And it like just hits hard because it's like, shit, like this sounds like it could really happen. Like they're kind of like, they're constantly like commenting on things that we are doing that are destroying society destroying the planet destroying whatever they're constantly commenting on it in a very interesting way and it's weaved into the narrative in such a smart way i really like this is up there like i I compared it to disco leasing kentucky route zero and i think it belongs alongside those two in in a narrative sense and uh yeah, I mean, I think it's something special. It's I'll be honest with you. I agree. I can't wait to play more of it. I probably have played about four or five hours. Okay. Uh, I heard it's about six or seven. Um, so I'll definitely have it finished up by next time. Cool. But yeah, that's Norco. And um, I think it's really good. I agree. It should be definitely worth the... There's a whole subplot about um, people putting their conscious, like their memories onto a disc before they die. Okay. So like they put them on a hard disk, and it is a sci-fi story about stuff like this. Right, right. So they put, I just looked up screenshots and stuff, so it, it definitely has that feel and look to it. Yeah. yeah. So a big part of it is your mom wanted to put her memories on this disk to give down to her kids. Gotcha. And it's such an interesting thing where like 
there this company this oil company that like runs a town they have like they have an interest in your mom and you don't really know why because she was very secretive about her work always and the guy that was holding that wasn't letting you go into the store he was like she's not dead do you think they would let her die with all that she knows and you're like what the fuck does she know like you don't know a lot of stuff about your mom like it's really 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 cool with that and speaking of the oil company they do some really interesting things with that where it's like the church of the area like finally got an easement for like to go through the grounds of the oil company because they have bought up so many houses in the area Okay. There is literally not a single road that passes from one side to the other to get to the church. So they allowed an easement. They paid a lot of money, and now they're partnered with the oil company. But the, somebody says to you, you visit somebody that has a house close by to the to the refinery, and they say, yeah, someone came to me and said, I should really sell. I think it was like an attorney. I should really sell because... When they buy up everyone around me, they're not going to allow you an easement, and you're not. The second you leave your property, you'll be trespassing, and they'll arrest you. And it's like, just think about that. Like that is fucking horrifying, yeah. you know. And that's what's happening to these people. And it's just like it's very, very, very well done. Right. And Sounds like it. I'm telling you. you said it perfectly. Then. And it it is so. The thing, the main distinction to try to pitch this to people that maybe try Kentucky Route Zero and was like, no, not doing it, is Kentucky Route Zero deals mostly in theme tone ephemera. This has a, a sci-fi noir narrative that is that gets its hooks in you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like It is much more of an A to B story. It just has some of that on the outside and it's totally up to you about how much you want to click around the environment and and read these passages, right. you know. So if you just want, or like, hey man, I like this world, I'm into this story, just do that. Like yeah. this is a an adventure game that I would recommend to a lot more people than I would recommend Kentucky Route Zero to, and I think that's going to work for it in a lot of ways. I really hope people find this game. I'm so worried that I mean, I I think it's le legitimately like it's up there. Mm -hmm with those games as like it should be getting the recognition that those games got and you're worried that it might go under the radar a little bit yeah it's just it a, might. it's a smaller game it doesn't have the annapurna publisher that kentucky route zero had mm -hmm. or disco elysium was a huge breakout hit at one game awards yeah. like you know what right, i'm saying right. like i i just don't know if this is gonna have that and i think it deserves to i agree well said dan very well said and like the from the outside looking in and again looking at that it, it kind of reminds because I just watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine mm -hmm. again the other day, and I'm like, the whole thing takes place. It's always like up. Everybody's up because they destroyed everything that's going on down below. So it re this yep. looks and reminds me of so like, what if there was a story in Blade Runner world where it it is what's going on down below, and it's like but, all that shit you don't see. Going but do you know on, what it probably you know? was? <laughs> it was probably before they built up. Yeah, like you know, that's like what, that that's sort the time of story, frame yeah. that this is in now, yeah. where it's like all the shit's just happening. Yeah, and like. It's, I mean, they have commentary about everything in this story. Right, like, right. they're talking about, like, they're talking about, like, 10 different things yeah. that are, like, shit that we're doing that's really not good. Which is, you know and saying? that's how you make an eight-hour game feel yes. expansive. Oh, sure. yeah. Exactly. So that's, because there's just so much to think of. Yeah, it's, it's great. really, really it's, good. Yeah, it's I good. really recommend it. It is on Game Pass on PC, and it's also on Steam and Itch. Did uh, you know that? I bought it. <laughs> but you know what? Again, 
I'm happy to. Uh... <laughs> every time, I, I mean, granted, I, I made me on PC different, but every time I turn my Xbox on, the first thing I do, even Check if game I have a game suspended, yeah. is go to Game Pass. Check Game Pass. And just see what's new. <laughs> just saying. Because they update it like almost weekly now happy, or happy, bi-weekly. Happy to give this team some. some have you played Windjammers 2? I mean, oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> Uh, speaking of too uh, on there, has anybody else played Nobody Saves the World? I played. You, I, you may have talked about it last time. So yeah, I, didn't. I did. I haven't played since the last episode, right. but I played a lot more. I'm like 15 hours. Like I'm in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. I'm definitely that one and Horizon are like I'm Full diving backs, back yeah, in yeah. once I'm once I have a chance. Um, but yeah, I was just I, thinking I, like other game passes. It's games. really good. Yeah. yeah oh, really I love good. it. Um, go ahead, Dan. Last but not least, another Game Pass game that I spent full price for. Yeah. Let's talk about Tunic. Tunic. Again, totally worth the money I paid for it. Yeah, I mean, this game's Shelby, fantastic. have you played Tunic? I, I have. This was one of those, like, I knew coming up and everything this past week, I had to play something else and give it a try. I, I might be, like, two hours in. Maybe. Okay. Um, I just got to... What I would consider like one of the first bosses, it's like the Garden Knight. The Garden Knight, you're up to the Garden yes, Knight. I okay. just got like, yep. just got to the Garden gotcha. Knight. Gotcha. I just recently beat Tunic. Okay. Nice. How about you? Yeah, I beat Tunic. You beat yeah. Tunic. Yeah. Okay. And I, when I say beat Tunic, I beat Tunic. You beat it. For those of you that don't know, Tunic, I forget the name of the developer. It was a one-guy uh, team? Well, I know... Is it a team if it's one guy? No, it was one guy for a long time, <laughs> well, and, then, and then they you're got right a team. That. Fair enough. It was Andrew Schuldice. Andrew Schuldice. He was making it himself for a long time, right? and then he reached out to a couple folks, and now he, it was a small team that, that made in. the game. Good. Yeah, It is... Has been, I think we've been talking about this game for like years. I mean, probably like yeah, but like five years, yeah. six years, like crazy. For those of you, I mean, it was the cute little fox, very Zelda-like in its presentation. But holy moly, the layers, the density in this game. They in pitched this it world. as Zelda like a fox. That's what they called it. Zelda like a fox. <laughs> and I know there was talk about like Dark Souls. And when I first started seeing the trailers for it, just having played Death's Door, to me it looked very much like that. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be just like. Mm-hmm. death store it's going to be like another death store and i as we know i love death store but i was partly like oh man like i just played death store is it going to hold the candle it is completely different yeah it like the layers yeah. of this game so, the level <sighs> design in this game the yeah. intricacies of this game yeah I, I i think blow my mind something something we need to do right now is we're going to talk about the game and then we are going to talk about the game Okay, let's talk so about the game. We're going to talk about the game, and then it, it, we're going to give Shelby an opportunity to walk away if he wants to <laughs> when we talk about the game. But the game itself, so from the beginning, it's it's a mix of Zelda and Dark Souls in in that you you rest at this idol and you heal, mm-hmm. re you know get all your flasks back, and all the enemies in the world respawn. Right. So that's the Dark Souls thing. The Zelda thing is you it's top down, you equip items to the three face buttons and that's it's very simplistic right, in, in that Zelda wand. way. You find the sword Yes, very gate, similar yes. items, sword, shield, wand, all kinds of stuff, right? Torch. Um <clears throat> the thing that makes it really really cool is so number 1, the combat is interesting. You have a stamina meter. And it only goes down when you roll, right? Mm-hmm. Or when you're running. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. you may not know how to run yet. Oh, sorry. 
Um, so you Gotta roll, you roll baby. by hitting A, and you when you swing your sword, you do not decrease your stamina. It does go up slower while you're swinging your sword and holding your shield, but it does not decrease because of that. So that's a crucial distinction from like a Souls game. The thing. So. <laughs> To talk about it, I mean, you gotta spoil some of it, but the whole thing about the game and the thing that makes the game special is like, okay, it's a cool Zelda-like game. You're traveling through. You don't get the sword right away. You, there are all these trees in the way you can't get past. All right, I know I gotta get a sword and chop them down. You can get creative and have an enemy with a sword come chop near you and he'll chop down some trees and you can kind of guide him to get a path through if you want to do it that way. Um, but once you get that sword, okay, now some stuff opens up to you. You can go to certain areas. A lot of mystery right away. You come across areas that you don't know what to do with. There's like a hero shrine. You're like, I don't know what this is. I can't do anything at it. What happens is you come across pages, and this is what makes the game special the first time. You come across pages that are pages to an instruction manual. And that instruction manual, if you hit select, it pops up an old school actual like instruction manual that has like 56 or 60 pages or something. And boom, there's just a random page front and back, right? So you collect this item in the world and now it's in the instruction manual. It's this beautiful hand-drawn art. Right. And it'll, it'll show different like it'll tell you different things in that manual. So it may tell you how to do something. It may show you a map for one of the areas here, one of the dungeons. It has all these different things that it could be. And you're collecting them as you go to kind of learn about the world, learn different areas, learn, and this is where it gets interesting, learn moves, right? So you know how to roll. It teaches you that, but you don't know how to run. So one of the pages you get and, it, and it's, it's so brilliant because oh. there are very few written words in English. Right. right? Like it's dialect, whatever the world's. Yeah. So you don't yeah. know what it's actually saying. Which It'll we'll talk about. Like, I was going to say the way yeah. I'm kind we'll of interpreting, the spoiler it, interpreting it as now is like the more pages you find, the more you start to uncover on other pages. And I was like, was that there before? And I'm like looking back right. and I was like, I don't remember if that was in English or not. Or is it like a, I found this, now I can decipher an extra letter or something like that. So, so. there are certain things that, that it, it's not a, a cipher in that way. Right. But there are certain pages that the English words appear when you discover them. Okay. So it'll be like a certain collectible. Now you look back at that collectible page and it'll say what it is. Right. That's true. Gotcha. But that is an actual language that you can figure out. Figure out. Okay. Like entirely. Yeah. But it will not fill that out. In the you That's need awesome. you need to figure it out. You need to get a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah. I actually left this. I left this. <laughs> left this here. That's this hilarious. is some of my drawings. Is that the golden? Uh huh. We'll we'll talk about that. But I have not written things on a paper and pad since like the witness and right. and then subsequently lock. Yeah. Oh my and god! I have a notebook for Locke. Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, you'll have a notebook for this yeah, game. Good. And I need you to know that because this game is so up your alley, and yeah. you just don't know it yet. Oh, I'm I'm totally about it well, so far, and I, I know I'm very. I mean, there's there's been moments where I'm like, "Fuck this," and and and, and turn around, and I'm like, "Well, no, come on, I got to keep going." Um, but that's exactly but yeah. perfect the way that Dan said that because I felt yeah. the same way. Where I was like, "Oh, I'm just playing this as like a Zelda dungeon sort of thing," and then it wasn't until I got the first page of like this place that I've never seen, and I'm like, "It wants me to do what?" 
wait, yeah. I think I've seen that before. And then yeah. you go back and you and you do something that you didn't think that you could do. It wasn't just like hitting the sword. It was this weird thing. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I did it. Yeah. And then something happened. And uh-huh. I was like, wait a second. This whole game. I, then I spent like an hour just looking through what the, yeah. the pages that we'll I had. Talk, like, we're going to talk more about it because I want to talk specifics on that. But But really for the Zelda part of it, the main part of the game for the beginning of it is, okay, I'm running through. I'm fighting. There's these three gems I got to get, Zelda style. Yeah, you know, almost identical. Yeah, like oh red, yeah, red, it's, blue, and green or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, it knows exactly what it's doing. It's yeah, doing yeah. it on purpose. Yeah, but so you're doing all this now. The cool thing about it, besides the pages of the instruction manual, which you're filling out and learning all these things about the world, learning new moves. I don't think I said, but. I didn't finish my thought on that. So you know how to roll. And on that page, it shows you like different actions. Yeah. It shows, okay, iconography-wise, like it's just showing the buttons. It's saying press A to roll, and then it's say A, and hold then hold, yeah. and you'll run. Yeah. And so that's the first cue of, okay, so there are things I can do that I just don't know I can do. Yeah. But I can do them now. So I'm wondering, before discovering that page, could yes. you run? Yes. Oh, you could. Okay. 100%. And that goes for every single yeah. thing in this game. Because that, that, the first thing that came to my head was, ooh, I wonder if I ever like come back and play this from the beginning again, yep. if I could just yep. do this shit. And know? that goes for everything, and there are much more complex things that you can do from the beginning that you just don't just know don't you realize can do. It. Yeah. And that goes for everything in this game. That goes yeah. for the level design and the shortcuts. You would... like. You just have no idea that something's there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're in this other area, and you're cutting through this area you didn't know you could go through, and boom, you pop yeah. out of a wall. And you're like, was, I could have freaking gone here the first time. Because it's not a shortcut have. in reality. It's not like... There it's are some areas where you path. knock a rope down, yes. and you're like, okay, now I can That's get to a this quicker. Right. That's a shortcut. There are just separate paths behind a waterfall or some stupid... Exactly. Day, you know? Exactly. And this is just the beginning of the game. Again, I'm... An but hour that's like the steps like there's like you know, the way that the camera will be and yeah. like there's steps yep. one way and you're like wait and you go behind and there's steps behind that right. go into some other planks place of wood over water yeah, and you're and, like yeah. I would have never yeah. it, it I mean it does it to, it does it very in a smart subtly. way where you'll walk by something and see a treasure chest and you're like how can I not get to yep. this right now yep. and then you just walk around and you're on the other side of the map yep. and all of a sudden yes. there's one long path that leads you right to that treasure For chest sure. but the subtlety in this game and how Every single thing is placed for a reason that you wouldn't even think about. Yeah. It is just so... This is one of the best designed games I've ever played in my life. Yeah. Like, there is... Ever. There are, like, indicators for certain things to do that you would never even... Like, there are flowers on the ground, right? Mm. Wherever there's X amount of flowers... If you look at a wall and press A, there's a secret wall there. And you great. do it once, and then you're like, wait, I was standing right on top of flowers the flowers time, right yeah. there. Let me go. I know go where back. some other flowers yeah. are. Yeah. And sure enough, there's a secret Because I have stepped on flowers, and I was like, oh, I can't chop these, huh? And then but there's, like that, yeah. there's like this game, man. This game is fucking fantastic. Yeah. And it is. it was just such a joy from start to finish. And before we get into spoiler parts here, more spoilers, because I'm, I'm sure some of this is a spoiler in and of itself, um, the, the actual combat and fighting, I enjoyed a lot once... There's basically this hard midway point that you'll know when you get there. 
and you gain an ability and it's basically you know i I could just it's not really it's basically a teleport dash Mm -hmm. instead of a roll okay and once i got that the combat clicked and it's a shame that it took halfway through but it makes it like you had to do it that way like it yeah it it really made sense to do it that way. And I love when you finally get it, the whole world opens up to you because now all those places where you got to the end of a ledge and there's a chest on the other side and you're like, how the hell am I going to get there? Yeah. Teleport dash there gets you, you across. And it opens up so much. And it, I mean, it's just this game. Yeah. It's just so good. And exactly what you said about the flowers where, and this is what I think my favorite part about this game is, I feel like I know the layout of that world so well mm-hmm. that by, you know, the last three hours of it, you get either a piece of the booklet or, like you said, something weird happens in one spot. You just know it's so the game so well that you're like, huh, wait, let me go back over there yeah. and try that. And it's just, it's always interesting. There's always something yeah. happening. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, it's just, it's so dense and complex with all these things that are happening. And it's just... It's amazing, and I'm curious if you could. You probably could just play the game, playing it just like a Zelda game, whatever. Just get the stones and then yeah. get to the end. But I think what makes this game better than that, and what makes this game one of the best games of the year, if not all time, is that layer of density. But then also how it breaks the fourth wall in in other ways, and we'll get to spoilers. Yeah, and so as we're getting into spoilers here, I'm going to say to Shelby. It's up to you. You can go in the other room, but here's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to spoil like solutions to things, mm-hmm. but what I am going to do is we've all played The Witness. I guess spoilers for The Witness. The moment where you realize you can do things in the world. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So if you knew that moment ahead of time, that's kind of what I'm going to do here. Right. So if you don't want to know that I moment. Don't. Yeah. I'd so not. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it, but I'm going to say... <laughs> Go in the other room and, and well, do earmuffs. In this case, I might make my exit anyway. Yeah, exactly. Because this is our last yeah, game anyway. Exactly. So, and, and it's getting late. So that I works. Might, I might Shall make me? my exit because I do want you guys to talk about it. And that I works. do want to experience this game on my own. Good to see you, buddy. Yes. Have a good night. All right. Pal. Thank you all. I will see you on the other side of Spoiler City. That's right. Peace, see you later, Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> Get home safe. So before we dive into spoilers, while we're waiting for Shelby to actually exit, um... Dan, out of the bosses in the beginning, do you have a favorite of the of the crew? Good to see, you, buddy. Have a good one. See you later, Shelby. Um, oh my gosh, I don't know why I came up tonight. Just Shelby in the beginning, Garden Knight. Um, who's the the big rock looking one? Yeah, um, I, um, I forget. It's the something name. Guardian. Something. So, yeah, the something Guardian. Yeah. Uh, that was Stone my, Guardian. That was Stone Guardian. Thank you. That was my favorite fight. I think because I I treated it like a Souls fight, mm-hmm. just running around and trying to like dodge under it to get behind and and hit the. Because the cool thing is, I think that these fights I are. I think that these bosses and these fights are very well designed. Oh man, and they're like endurance matches. Yeah, they are endurance yeah. matches. Which one's your favorite? I like the librarian. Oh, that was a cool fight too. Yeah. Well, you know what? What I liked. It's so interesting, and I think there's no, there's no like explicit narrative to the game and i think it is so well done in its environmental storytelling like the the librarian specifically even that area leading up to it was the first time that i started saying like i don't know librarian did anything wrong like i don't know like what like i don't think that the librarian's a bad guy like i think i know i think like it's guarding something like i don't think am i a bad guy like like that (laughs) like that feeling are we the baddies yeah so it it was that feeling for me and I, i think that's 
it was one of my favorite things about this game. Yeah, I think so too. All right, so we're going to dive into spoilers. These are major, major, major spoilers for Tunic. So if if you do not want to hear them, again, similar to Shelby, this is our last game that we're talking about. So feel free to cut it here and come back once you've completed the game. But we're entering spoilery territory. Spoiler city. Spoiler city, as Shelby put it. <laughs> so <clears throat> certain part of the game, you get this page. And it's so interesting. And I want to know if you feel, did it the same way. So I got half of the page at first, right? So I got the right side of the, or the left side of the page. Like the notes page where there's the... So I didn't get, not that. I'm talking about that main page where it says, Holy Cross, here's the button combination Oh right. for the door, right? Mm-hmm. It's this big, nicely drawn page, but it kind of spells out what it is, right? So what you realize is, first of all, we'll talk about the holding A at the save sites. I mean, that's just brilliant. And you learn that through the through the pages as well, where you go to these you know bonfire equivalents, and instead of instead of um, oh no that's LB that's what it is. So instead of just healing, you hit LB. Now you can upgrade yourself. Yeah, right. You can make yourself stronger. And you can magic, do all these different stamina, things. Yeah. And then the holding A thing for a few seconds is those those cubes that you're, you're kind of activating. Right, the ones that are lighting up. With the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so yeah. like learning those is super cool. But the Holy Cross thing, and is that what it's and called? And that was the moment where... Sacred Cross, let's look oh, up the actual man, name. I don't uh, but so what you're doing is at any point in the game, you can just use the D-pad to enter in button combinations. And you realize these doors that are like have S's on them in different shapes... They are button combinations on the. They're mini mazes for that D pad. Mm-hmm. Did you find it was a Holy Cross? Oh, not me. Um, so you. So what you're doing is you're starting at the bottom left, and you're going, okay, this thing goes right up. Yes, it's the Holy Cross. Holy Cross. It's for the fairy. It's for yeah. the. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's not only for the fairies because you're doing it on. What do you mean? Is that the page? Is that the page that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. that's not the page I'm talking about. No. Oh, okay. But the, um, so what you're doing is if you're looking at the door, it's like, okay, right up, right up, up, left, up, right, down, boom, all of a sudden that door opens. And it's like, what? Holy shit. Maybe it's that page? No, that's oh, okay. not it. The one that I'm thinking of, it's just a big, it's like you looking at, it's like the fox looking at the door. It's oh, like a yeah, big it's art a page. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found like one side of it that showed the combination for a door. And there are things all over this world that have these mini mazes like built into them. And then you realize like, oh shit, I can go to so many different places now and try these doors. And then you realize like, oh, in this room on this carpet that's hanging in the room, there's a little maze there. Let me do that. And then boom, a fairy chest pops up, right? So you start on this path, you get this sheet as you're doing these things, you get this instruction manual page that basically says, um, follow the golden path, right? And then it gives you this big like cipher and it's just numbers. And if you're- It's just a big grid with random numbers. It's a big grid with numbers all over there. And if you're clever enough to realize those numbers correlate to page numbers, then you realize on each page there is a mini maze 
that sits into that slot on this giant grid of numbers, and that is ultimately the the holy or what the golden path, because and it's called the golden path because you're following every yellow line that's built into each instruction manual page and making this maze work. And then you're going to this giant door at the top of the mountain and entering it. Right. So it'll be like left, right, up, up, down. And you're yeah. right. You got to go to each page. So if like the first number is 12 on the, the linear map, right. The big map. It's like, okay, I'm going to page 12 and you see a little gold somewhere. Bar. You got to find it where it is because sometimes they're, they're clever hidden. Yeah, and you got to like, see, Oh, this one comes through here, goes down and you're layering it over the top. And I have not... This game, puzzle-wise, I mean, so brilliant. That golden puzzle specifically. So brilliant. The one page where you go and it makes you restart to like reload the game. Yep. And you go to the load screen and... You like hits I forget the way that you have to do it. It shows you in the in the, yep. in the page. It says like hit load, then hit save, yep. then X out, and then like a random file pops open, and it's like a weird demo version of Tunic. And as you're running, you find like the you line. see a it's path. Like, oh my yeah, God. Like, I know. It's just, it's like just so cool. And and the thing that's brilliant about it is so you're doing this golden path, right? But in order to get certain pages that you need, you need to, and I'm trying to remember the order of it. I think the one at the top of the mountain when you finish the golden the path is the page one. It's the first page. But there's another page that you need to get like a certain number of the fairies. Okay. Right, right, right. And then you go to that little fairy shrine behind the waterfile. Right, right. So you want to get the fairies and that has its own code that you yeah. have to like. And when you do input. that, then it gives you the final page right whatever it was i think it's a back cover or something and doing these puzzles to get these fairies in there is so freaking cool oh man it's all and there are when i talk about like the variety here like dan just mentioned doing different menu things there's one where like you go, you're in this dark room you don't even know where you're walking and eventually you get to the edge and there's an enemy walking in a certain pattern and you realize oh shit that's, that's part of the pattern that's part of the pattern now i gotta enter that code and then boom a fairy chest opens up and you get it like there are so number one i'm a i'm a total mark for this kind of stuff and i, I think so are you oh for sure where it's like this shit it's just so good <laughs> give me more of it. like like we talked about how the soul's feeling yeah is amazing this kind of puzzle oh, feeling is out. right up there. Well, I think some people would say like, "Oh, this is so obtuse. Like, what the heck?" But like for me, like it I was just joyous. Up, I just like I just loved it. Loved it. And for me, this goes right up there with Fez and The Witness. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's kind of it. Like these, the, those three are in a league of their own when it comes to puzzles. And I just absolutely adore this game it's so good man like it was to the point where i'm sitting there like i know all the rings my game of the year but <laughs> like like this game is that good but right it is that good like any and so you finally finish the golden path mm -hmm. and you get pages along the way and one of them shows it's like defeat the the air or share not share your knowledge and it's goosebumps. so cool you go to you you get that first page and it's it's this letter from the developer basically and it's like talking about thank you so much it seems like you really must have seen a lot of this game we appreciate it and it's like now do us a favor and go to uh where are you supposed to i forget it's like do us a favor and go to a certain spot oh right 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 
Oh. I forget. For some reason, it's it's like yeah, fading actually, from my mind. I actually have the instruction booklet. Um, uh, but it says, like, go to the spot. Here, ready? Yeah, let's hear it, Dan. Why don't you read that passage? Uh, dear player, you've come a long way, haven't you? You've probably found a lot of secrets. Maybe you stumbled across the hidden trophy room. Perhaps you even freed even a fairy. We hope you've had fun, but there's at least one more thing for you to do. If this is your final page, you should pay a visit to a certain someone and share your wisdom. Thank you so much for playing. So what they're telling you is, okay, now you've gotten this page, you've completed your book, go back to the air, and sure enough, what happens is you show them the completed instruction manual, mm. and instead of fighting you, they just break down in tears, give you a hug, and that's an alternate ending. Oh, and then the credits, man, when they're just oh, like hanging out, like so good. But but that's what it is too. Like I don't, it, the game isn't explicit in what's going on, but it, there's this sort of you keep seeing these fox ghosts all around, and it's sort of like there. This world keeps repeating itself. There's this spirit that is is waiting to be freed, but then you know you'll replace that spirit eventually, mm-hmm. and it's just this cycle of. And there's a lot of like sad and really scary stuff. Like you see the manipulation of the fox's souls yeah. in certain areas and they get like morphed into these monsters oh man like in the in the church area the cathedral area yeah. where you see yeah these all you oh. but with red eyes and they're coming after you and when you go fully underground into the bunker and oh. you see all those cubes yeah it's like a v- oh, that, vast how cool was that so this game to me is just hitting on so many levels and it's rewarding every secret you find in different ways so like whether it's narrative stuff, whether it's these beautiful visuals and crazy things that you're like, whoa, like this totally recontextualizes what I'm thinking about this world. Right. And then the actual, the, the Golden Path stuff. Like to me, this game is just really special. And that's without mentioning that the music is incredible, that the 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 world that they built is just amazing. I, I really just... I can't say enough good things about this game. But I think you just hit the nail on the head, too, because you know, when Chubby was saying, like, oh, it feels nice, and it's like a Zelda game, yeah, but then you mention all these other things, and you get underground, and you just, like you, yeah. like you said, it just adds this this nuance to this game that at first just seemed like a nice little adventure, you know, with a cute little fox, and then by the end, you <sighs> like literally feel like we're on an adventure. Yeah. And I literally feel it does. like you went on a, a huge hero's quest yes and the thing i mean every little detail is just so brilliant i just the the little cards that you get oh man it's awesome and and the how you figure out how to put coins in the well to get more slots for the cards and one of those cards is a mask a gas mask right so that allows you to go down (laughs) because you're trying to do it like without getting hit yeah like oh this is crazy and then i realized like that's a that's the same mask that those guys wear let me equip that. Like that discovery, and there's there's something to be said, and I do not, I do, don't disparage anyone for certain things in Elden Ring. I looked up, but there is something to that discovery that you don't get in many games, and in this game, I was so thankful that. I only look stuff up when I was like, okay, I don't mind looking stuff up. Right. Because those little discoveries of saying like, I figured that gas mask thing out. And like, that feels cool so that? good. Exactly. The first letter I deciphered. So the way that that language works, I don't know if you did any deciphering of the language, but the way that language works is they're almost like sounds, right? Okay. So they're almost like, they're not like letters. Like this means A, this means B. It's almost like 
this little fragment is like wa, right? And then this little fragment is tu. And then you're putting it together. And the way that you're figuring it out, there's almost like a code cipher in the windmill drawn on one of the things. Mm. So I figured some of that out. And I was just like, it's, fu- it's just incredible. That feels so good. It's incredible. And it, I think I played the game. You probably played the same game you know, at the same, around the same time. Like I feel like when I was playing it, it was before there was even any... Right. Like I'm looking up the pages right now. When I was playing the game for the right. first time, there was none of that on, on the internet. Like, I got oh. it the day it came out. So there was that, oh, I got to figure this out. There's something so special to that. And it's so rewarding. And this game, this game knows how good that feels and rewards you every step of the way. Like, it's a very generous game. That golden path, though, I think it, I mean, that took me forever to. I mean, I, I was over here drawing it out. Literally had to keep, like, uh, this didn't work. Like it, it ends up being like an eighty-five button oh, code. Even, yeah, probably even more. It's crazy. But w- the first time that I realized that you could do the, uh, it was the ferry. But then when there was that one page, I keep thinking of with the notes, and yeah. there's like pen drawing. Yeah. On it, and I was like, is that just him? Just you know, I used to doodle on those notepads right. too. And I was like, no, that's deliberate. And then just like playing around, and then just going everywhere, and just oh wait, that worked. The like, thing that with is the so cool. the thing with the weather vane. Yeah. And you're looking, you're like, I know that I've seen this on the page. And then you find that map and it's in the bottom left. And then you see the little music notes like around it. And you're like, huh. And I'm like, wait, if I do this and that helps you decipher what letters mean for like North, you know, like that. I mean, to me, (laughs) this game has over and over and they're all tiny moments, but they all come together to be this grand mystery and, I'm telling you, like, this game is very, very special to me. Like, this game, like, last year, I only, you know, nothing to say about any of the other games last year, but Inscription is on my top 25 list, right? Mm-hmm. To me, already, Elden Ring and this are on there on this already, all time. you know, because it's, this game really sits in there for me as a very, very special experience, and I... I I really I mean top to bottom like what what's not to like about this game and that's it I have no complaints it's just no so complaints. superb and what I love most about it is like having finished it it felt like an adventure it actually felt it gave you that feeling of man that was I got more than I could have ever imagined I would get yep from this game yeah a home run I know and and to the 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 way it lets you think that it's this tough Zelda like, and then really it's so much more than that. That's what it is. But it still has all that stuff. Mm-hmm. These boss fights in that second half of the game are really really cool. Yeah. You know that underground boss with the shotgun and you know. I love that whole around. area because it's just so it it then it just adds so much. Like oh my gosh, this is so like yep. dark and, oh. and freaky and all these like little rat looking things with yep. these masks. It's like where am I? Guns. I'm like this is like such a different layer. Then the cute little, I'm on top of the world and there's these little knights I got to fight. It's just, you're right. It kind of lures you in with this like mm-hmm. sweet, calm, cute little, all right, little exploration game. It's so much more. And, and you is. realize how well designed it is with all these little secret passages and stuff. Yeah. So you kind of get the sense of like, all right, something's lurking underneath. That's, And even on the maps, the secret areas are like kind of drawn a little bit. Yeah. Like you can see like. Oh, I see a little indent yeah. there on the map. So let me just press against it. Oh, yeah, the yeah. secret. You know, and like, that's why I'm saying like every step of the way, 
this game felt special. Mm-hmm. And I love the visuals. I love the music. I really just... I, I love the story it tells. Um, I... I, I really, <laughs> Tunic is so good, special man. game, I man. Tunic. It's a special I really game. Love Tunic, and it's interesting you mentioned Elden Ring. I mean, they sit. Uh, I mean, to me, I and I don't use this very lightly. Like, like five out of five. Like, yeah, like perfect games. Yeah, like both both those games, uh, flawless. Yeah, I really really love Tunic, and this is the interesting thing. So we're now going to talk about what's our game of March. I think it's Tunic. Oh, for sure, and I. I do think Norco is excellent, mm-hmm. and I do Norco think deserves to be. And I do think Weird West is very good, mm-hmm. and I do think Triangle Strategy is very good. But to me, Tunic is even above Norco, which I think is excellent. I think Tunic is head and shoulders above. I think Tunic is the one that wins out. I think so, honestly. And I really enjoy Norco, and I want to play more of it. Yeah, um, I think it's a fantastic game. But Tunic is doing some things that make it special. And this isn't a diss against Death's Door. But to me, this is what I was hoping Death's Door was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, all the while I was playing it, I was like, is there something cool hiding underneath? Right. And no, it just is what it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this game, this is my game. You know? Yeah. Like, Death's Door, for me, I was like, this is a really good, really well-made game. But it's not like an all-timer for me and to me tunic is an all-timer and what's so funny about that is before i was playing tunic i was like man you know i love death's door like i don't know is it going to be even half as good as it and you're right it's it's something completely different totally different and i think that's what gives me such reverence for it is because again i i was was, oh yeah i'm gonna like this game i ended up absolutely loving it and it's just through and through top to bottom the layers that are involved fantastic yeah. So Tunic. Well, I wins. love Tunic. Tunic is our game of March. Game of March. All right. We did it. We did it. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. Well, Dan, I want to thank you so much for having me over and chatting about video games. Of course. Thank you, Dan. Shelby White, I know that you're probably on Nichols Road at the moment, but <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Shelby. And uh, thank you for the viewers uh, and listeners. The viewers. Thank you for the, to the listeners at home. Someone might be viewers. Viewing. Maybe you might be looking through the window. <laughs> Appreciate you all. Um, and we'll talk to you uh, next time for our April episode, probably f- recorded in May. Yep. All right. Well, until next time, peace, love, justice. Everybody have a good day and a good night. Peace. Hey everyone, thanks so much for watching and or listening. Just here to remind you that you can find us by searching for Circleback Podcasts or Circleback Gaming on any of these podcast services. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, or Stitcher. My God, I'm out of breath because of all these podcast services. But you can find us anywhere there. Also, you can find us our video version on YouTube by searching Circleback Podcasts or Circleback Gaming uh, and the rest of the videos we do. Thanks, guys.